This is 20 Weeks of Hell, Week 3, live play session of Mutant Chronicles by Target Games. Twenty Weeks of Hell, playing and reviewing forgotten, forsaken, and unplayed games from our collection. The good, the bad, and the ugly, playing games so you don't have to. Welcome to week three of Twenty Weeks of Hell. Tonight we are playing Mutant Chronicles. Once again, I'm Dave the GM, and let me introduce our first guest reviewer, Al. (laughs) And our usual reviewing staff of... Mike. Sean. Shane and Nick. Okay, without further ado, let us get started. And for this game, I've got a special little introduction to show us the direction we are going in. In Brotherhood War Against the Dark Symmetry of Year 1253, a crack commando unit of Doom Troopers were sent to Rikers Mountain for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped the maximum security prison and fled into the Luna Underground. Today, still wanted by the cartel, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Doom Team. (laughs) 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 Starring, let us introduce the characters who are make-up members of the Wanted Doom Team. Go ahead and start us off, Al. Uh, Anchor. <laughs> Mike. Scotch. I'm Kerosene. I'm Egg. And I'm playing King. All right. Well, Doom Team, as we start off, you are currently all residing in the outskirt perimeter area of Luna. Now, Luna, long ago colonized by the ancients terraformed by the masters of the corporation of capital made into a livable environment it is now home to the headquarters of all of the megacorps in the solar system it is nominally ruled over by the cartel and by the brotherhood who strive to keep peace it is a mega sprawl that takes up a large portion of the surface area of the moon all of you have been living in the older sections, the perimeter area, as it's known as, where the corporate presence isn't as strong and the cartel presence isn't as strong. A place where thieves, (coughs) muggers, murderers, and even a few ardent souls such as yourself can survive. And because you're not tainted with the dark symmetry, the Brotherhood Inquisitors who make their way through here do not bother you too much. At the moment... You're all residing within your two-story brownstone apartment that you reclaimed from a nearby gang and turned into your headquarters at the moment, going through whatever it is your daily regimes are. In the background, the TV news plays turn to a uh, Brotherhood-recommended um, TV channel owned by Capital. And the story is currently playing about how a famous scientist that worked for uh, Capital is currently missing, and all 
leads and all knowledge that would lead to his finding are going to be offered a reward, and they're giving a number that people can call and things like that. For the most part, business has been slow. And so you're doing whatever it is your characters do in the early morning. So, what is it all of you do? Well, King is currently monitoring the various news feeds and things coming in from all across the uh, Luna proper, looking for potential leads on uh, both on work that is both uh, legitimate and not so much in the way of people who might require their ser- our services even if they don't know it or possible vigilantism that may be rewarding both in a uh, fiscally and a moral way okay what is Egg doing? I'm doing anything that even resembles paperwork that we have <laughs> <laughs> alright so at the moment King is flipping through different news feeds while Egg sits and starts taking care of the monthly bills that you have for feeding yourselves and tapping into different areas and paying off the local constables and the like to look the other Hello. way. <laughs> I am anxiously working out with nervous energy. Okay. I'm up in my room just kind of uh, jamming on my saxophone. Well, okay. <laughs> Scotch. Jamming away on the saxophone. <laughs> Usually you play at the local jazz club owned by a former cop friend of yours. Yeah. As you reminisce about the old days on on Mercury together. Good when time. you had Good to times. kill your own brother in the triads. Yeah. Hoping for a better tomorrow. But your hard-boiled self had to come to Luna to retire. Yeah. Just what happens when you're a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get out of that life board puts a stranglehold on you. Oh, tragic thing of being a thief. On once. And I am sitting at my computer, um, a whatever equivalent of a police scanner exists here, going in the background. Um, some electronic music streaming from the computer, a cup of coffee, very close at hand, cracking away at uh, my latest creative work. All right. After you're going about your morning routine, <clears throat> there is a buzzing sound from the intercom you have set up downstairs at the doors if someone is trying to get your attention. <coughs> Who is going to head over to answer it? Yes, I will. Just head downstairs. So... Hearing it while playing your saxophone up in your room while everyone else apparently is ignoring it. (laughs) Put down the saxophone, head downstairs, head over to the main living area where many of you are, and press the receiving button. Uh, hello? Um, hello? A feminine, scared-sounding voice says. Uh, can I help you? I'm looking for the, the Doom team. Um, hold on, let me uh, buzz you in. Guys! Oh, this uh, work. No. <laughs> so, buzzing in, and the door opens, and in walks a very pretty-looking young thing of about maybe 19 to 21 years of age. Red hair that is short and pulled back. 
She's wearing what appears to be a red bodysuit and blue jeans over that, and she's looking very scared, a purse over her shoulder as she walks in. Uh, you, you, and she's holding a card in her hand. You, you are the, the experts, right? The ones that can solve any problem? Of course. You've come to the right place. What can we do for you? Well, my father... Oh, please, let, let me introduce myself first. Um, my name is Callie Daniels. And my father is Dr. Jack Daniels. <laughs> he is a scientist for... Well, he was one of the scientists for one of Capital's uh, computer engineering industries. And recently, she says as she brings a hand up and brushes stray strands of her red hair behind her ear. Recently, he defected to Cybertronic for some reason. It, it's because uh, apparently he, he might have developed a way to create one of the ancient thinking machines that's immune to the influence of the dark symmetry. Well, that certainly seems right up Cybertronic's alley. Mm. But nobody's seen him, and apparently he didn't reach his rendezvous with the Cybertronic contacts. And I'm just learning this because I was asked by some of their some of their employees if he was still with me. I wasn't even aware he defected in the first place, but apparently he's missing and. Well, with the research he's doing being illegal by the church, and with Capital probably wanting it as well, and with Cybertronic wanting it, I'm afraid that he might be in some kind of danger. Well, we could certainly look into this. Of course we will. Uh, we'll just need to get some basic information from you, uh, when he was leaving, if you have his itinerary, things like that. My father was supposed to defect yesterday. I I have the information that he did leave his offices in the Mars, Little Mars District of Luna, that he did go to the bar that he was supposed to meet his contact at, but that was the last place that anyone saw him, so... I guess that's where the place to start would be called. It's a very, very loathsome place called the Strip Joint. Mm. Very straightforward, Nick. Any of you have uh, Streetwise? There's Streetwise skill? No. No. There's, there's um, conning, social? There's social interrogation, conning, If there's dealing, a skill, oratory. I have it. Yep. In mm-hmm. spades. Yeah, I've got... Unless we were supposed to be buying no skills we didn't know of. Yeah. Well, it's possible, can, but... You can make up your own You skills. can make your up your own skills. Well, that's, that's good to know. They, they give us more I guess this would then be a straight uh, roll on your... I mean, it depends on what we're looking for. Um, strength, physique, coordination, intelligence. What's MST? Mental, mental stability. Strength. Mental stability. Mental strength, mental, mental strength, and perception. No, pers- that's personality. Personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throws everyone. So I suppose uh, 
roll your intelligence. Um, Sean and Shane, for growing up on the streets, have a bonus of plus four. So is this for the base? You have to roll DCB. under your uh, or just the stat. You roll under the stat. Okay. Yeah. I win. Roll a twenty. That's a critical failure. I know. I'm like, uh, you are convinced that the strip joint is actually chop a- shop with cars, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. A car chop shop. Strip I, I want uh, them down and putting them back together. <laughs> Anybody's those who succeeded recall the strip joint is a strip club that also serves steak. <laughs> it tries to be a simultaneous <laughs> steakhouse oh. and strip joint. Listen, also didn't try to make a pun with joint. Um, yeah. Why would he go to a place rather, like the strip joint? Rather disappointing place. The steak wasn't CD very good, and not um, that bad. Steak. No real eye candy either. What kind of <laughs> slang is steak? Depends on the shift. <laughs> slang for pieces of meat that are grilled. You know, they uh, grill them in vats now. If you get the real expensive stuff, there's still a couple colonies on Mars where they grow the whole animal. Leather and ter- I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just, just trust us on this. <laughs> All right. So you know the place then? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll uh, we'll take a look. Take a look. See what we can find out. Uh, you have a number we can get back to you at. Yes. Uh, here she takes the card and turns it around and writes with a pen. This is the number I can be reached at. I think he's in danger, and uh, I'll, we will pay you very handsomely for this. As she offers the card. And then, looking scared... Sure you're going to be okay? I'll, I'll be alright. I'm going to be staying with some friends while this is going on. And with that, young <coughs> Callie, J- Callie Daniels makes her way out of your brownstone and leaves. So, um... How much you want to bet he's dead? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if... Someone actually no, got to him. He knows how to do something. He's not dead. Yeah. Now, held, fingers, held toes. prisoner? Certainly. Unless the brotherhood got Oh, possibly. So I'll give you a one and three. All right. Well, I bet we can find, you know, Jack Daniels at this bar somehow. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you all doing? Well... Are you going... How are you preparing? What are you taking with you to head to this bar? The bar is one of the the worst districts of the Mars little Mars neighborhood. It's on the edge that's almost the perimeter. I shouldn't carry my gun into a bar. That is an ugly gun. No, uh... It's too big. Perhaps you shouldn't carry your backup quote-unquote <laughs> weapon. Even the other weapon is pretty bad, though. That would be silly. Gun. Uh... We should definitely load up everything in the van. Yes, <laughs> the van will be... We don't know if we're going to have to act very quickly afterward. Get out of here. Make sure everybody is packing a little something. They might check it out the door, but if they don't, there's a good chance everyone else is. Mm-hmm. True. We'll bring my first aid kit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, don't I will carry my handgun. I will leave my shotgun. My medicine habit. Does it heal? It helps with the medicine. Mm, that's good. Okay, you say out? So what are you loading up into the van, then, I guess? Uh, 
I would presume all of the weapons that are weapons. not easily concealable. Which I believe can just take, let me see, a shotgun, a sniper rifle. No. Um, <laughs> rocket launcher. Ah! <laughs> it's the smallest, lightest rocket launcher. <laughs> it's Japanese. It's pink and plastic. <laughs> it has sparkles on the side. It's not Spark- the Hello Kitty. It is not the British fully automatic rocket launcher. No. Or the American I love one. this future. It's semi-automatic, I believe. It's nice. No. Uh, I almost got the British fully automatic one, but that would have just been a little too silly, I felt. Mm. Oh, oh, you had the money. Between the Rambo with the rockets. No, no, they're all up here. Oh. You just go, and the world you decided up. not to be okay. James Bond. No, and then I've got a couple of weapons that I throw in as long as well. Are you as wearing body armor things? Uh, uh, we're in the ballistic underwear. We're all wearing yeah. various forms of body armor. Your body armor. I don't think anybody has the heavier body. Nobody armor, has the good stuff. military grade. Okay, but you've uh, all got the personal body armor. Personal body armor and the black jacket that's concealable. Bulletproof yeah. vest and all oh, wow. occasional lined coat. So hopping down. into the twelve forty four Chevron van <laughs> made by Capital Industries with the black paint and the red stripe. On the outside, maybe it should be red paint and black stripe. I don't know. Yes, the the red paint and the black stripe on the outside, colors of uh, some of the colors of Capital and the Cartel. Yeah, you <clears throat> start her up and make your way over towards a strip joint. The huge gleaming structures of Capital of Luna all around you, quite easily visible, are the Bauhaus twin towers, which stand above in their district the gigantic cogs on the sides of them as you drive. The only structure which goes higher than those is the Capitol Pinnacle Tower, which is the highest structure except for one within all of Luna, like a giant phallus piercing the sky. (laughs) But the one structure that towers over all and looms over everyone is the Great Cathedral of the Brotherhood. Said to be so high that Cardinal Duran can literally float in zero-G while he meditates upon the light within its highest chambers. Yep, but there's a megaphone. <laughs> Cardinal Duran Duran making proclamations of the end days <laughs> in the ordinary worlds which befall us. Okay. Car ride, car ride. <laughs> And after a good 30 minutes of driving through traffic and making your way around, you park yourselves outside of the strip joint. You're in a seedy part of Capitol, but yet at the same time, you can still tell you're within Capitol District. Lots of newspapers proclaiming what the latest sports teams are doing, those that play football and hockey, as for some reason these sports have still existed, along with wrestling and the like. And people going about of various different uh, ethnicities, well, we would call them ethnicities back on Earth, but that that phrase has long since passed away, but of various different uh, cultures and going about their normal lives. The one thing about capital is that it's the corporation that does not care how its citizens live their lives. It's a very tolerant people. At the same time, you can tell that this is one of the more run-down portions there's a couple of pawn shops here, as well as adult magazines, stores, and bars. And as you look at the strip club, it's a long, low, flat building with a parking lot 
that is not uh, chauffeured, and it has a large pink uh, outer rim with neon lights on it that says the strip club and shows a lady outline hanging onto a pole, her leg kicking up and down over and over again, along with a thick neon steak sizzling <laughs> on the grill. So, uh, supposed to whet your appetite. Fails on both accounts. <laughs> classic. You know what we're talking about now? Hmm? Uh huh. Yeah. Good. Okay. Right. Okay. Get it. So, parking, you exit your van and begin to make your way up towards the doors. I arm the security system in the van. It should be worth noting that the security system costs three times as much as the actual vehicle, but, uh,. Do you it's don't want to steal your ship? Yeah. <laughs> As you make your way up and push in, you immediately <clears throat> hear blaring, cheesy stripper music, which is playing over the speakers and sounds something akin to, oh, me so horny, starting to play over and over mm-hmm. again. One of the weird hybrid, uh, supposed to sound like Mishima pop music that was made by some capital executive and now is being put over for its third (laughs) time over the speakers. You see there are seven bars total spread throughout this district, throughout this place, with uh, four of them being centered on a main stage with a main performer. As you see, a very pretty looking woman with uh, dark skin, her long black hair in pigtails as she is topless right now and hanging upside down from the bar. You see lots of leering men, most of them of most likely lower income status, as they watch and leer at the various different women which are going here. Very few of them uh, paying attention to the stakes which are in front of them on various different plates here and there. As you enter, there is a very large bald man who is quite fat who has a tattoo of woad, of blue, on his face. The bouncer, by the name of McGarry, that some of you might be familiar with if you've ever been here, his arms folded as he looks at all of you (laughs) coming in. Those of you who uh, have been here before, too, know that the woman on stage that everyone is paying attention to is the main attraction, Candy, who has... Uh, almost gotten to the point where she might appear in some magazines. But the only other person of note is also the bartender slash owner, Levington, an ugly man with a very acne-scarred face who is behind the bar and quite skinny. As you enter, McGarry the bouncer looks all of you over. Gentlemen, I'm going to have to ask if you have any weapons to hand them over. This is an establishment where we don't want any violence. Wouldn't have it any other way. Of course. Now, do you hand all of your weapons over, or do you attempt to conceal? I'm not going to attempt to conceal my handgun. I will hand over my weapon as well. I didn't bring mine in. Okay. Give my eight-pound handgun. So, taking all of your guns, he puts slips them behind him to a person behind a closed booth who issues you all tags. 
so you know which gun is yours. And you are free to peruse the strip club. Now, what are you going to do? We need to go talk to some people. Yeah. So, uh, obvious choices, I guess, are the bouncer and projector. Obvious choices for people who to talk to would be the bartender and the bouncer. So, what are you guys going to do? I guess I'll go talk to the bartender. Is anybody accompanying Al and talking to the bartender, or should I say, uh, anchor? (laughs) Um, I'll go with McMillan Elsa's. So, anchor and kerosene head their way over to the bartender. Meanwhile, egg, king, and scotch, what are you three doing? Guess we'll go talk to the bouncer. We're still right here, so it's easy enough. Might as well. Anchor, kerosene. The two of you approach the bartender as he's he folds his arms and looks over at you and says, What'll it be? Um I'll have a beer. Um whatever's on tap. Alright. Same. Good old capital wiser. Doesn't get any better. Um. Says he gets the (laughs) standard red, blue, and white brand that has existed for millennia in various incarnations, a Capitolian classic, and slides it to you. And for you? Same. And he does the same for you as well. Right. So, I was wondering if you might be able to um, help us out a little bit. Well, that depends. If you need the kind of help we're talking about, you have to negotiate with the girls individually. (laughs) Believe me, I'm not interested. Um... Everyone's interested in candy. Oh, uh, never mind then. Um, <laughs> right. What do you need help with then? Um, we're looking for a little bit of information. Um, uh, specifically, we're looking for a uh, for a friend that we uh, we believe was in here. Was it last night? Should have been here last night. Yeah. We were hoping you maybe could help us out. Well, lots of people. A little bit older. He's a doctor. Doctor, you say? Yep. This doctor friend of yours got a name? Uh, Dr. Daniels. Jack Daniels. See, is was there a Jack Daniels in my bar? Well, I think I'd recall a name like that. Meanwhile, as the three of you are standing in front of McGarry, the large bouncer... So... It's, uh... McGarry, isn't it? That's me. That's right, I heard about you. Listen, uh... I've always been wondering if I could maybe ask you a couple of questions. See, me and my associates here, well, we're kind of on the lookout for someone. Lots of people are on the lookout for someone. This, uh, girl we know, she's kind of looking after her father. I guess he came down here, he might have ran into some of the wrong crowd. We're... Just told her we'd come down, ask around a little bit. I guess he was supposed to be meeting someone here, a business meeting or so. And, uh, you know, I was wondering if maybe you might have seen him as I surreptitiously transfer a handful of crowns from my hand into his. (laughs) You want to talk to Candy. He spent most of the night talking to her. Good taste. The old man seemed to be quite taken with her. Didn't think the good doctor had it in him. 
Well, right. apparently, uh, age don't count for much because uh, he wanted to look like he wanted to go home with her. All right. Do you uh, happen to see him leave? I I just noticed he was gone. She probably knows what happened though. Did you notice who he met with? <clears throat> uh, he had another guy with him, but I didn't really pay too much attention. He was kind of nondescript. Uh, I know Candy talked with him too, and I know they talked to um, <clears throat> Levington over there a bit as well. You know, asking about the house specials. Ah, uh, okay. Meanwhile, with Levington still, mm-hmm. there was a fella that you boys might have uh, be referring to who was here last night with a friend. Um, did you did you happen to see, you know, who uh, who the person was when they you know when they left and anything like that? All I know is, guy shows up. Mm-hmm. He's by himself. Sits down at the table closest to the stage. He starts uh, drinking, waiting for someone to come up. Hits it off with candy over there. Okay. Starts talking to her. She comes over, gives him a private lap dance. Then, friend of his, I, I'm assuming friend, shows up. They talk for a bit. They come up here, get a few beers. Old man goes and talks to Candy a bit more. Then I turn my back. Next thing I know, they're gone. And then suddenly as the DJ MC go over, and that's Candy, everyone! Going to her favorite classic, Oh, Me So Horny! Showing a bit of the Mishima pride there. (laughs) Next up, we have Candy Samples, and she wants you to sample her candy. Come on, boys. As then a blonde woman who looks to be in her 40s with lots of plastic surgery, apparently desperately trying to hang on, takes center stage, and what it sounds like some strange country music begins to play as well. Mm-hmm. Candy, meanwhile, steps off stage and begins to mingle with the crowd. Alright. Well, uh, um, I guess we better... Uh... Um, thanks for the drink. Can I pay for the beers and give him a little extra tip? Thanks, bud. Because <laughs> he takes the Extra crowns. And now, all of you, are you all heading towards Candy? I think so. Yes. It's a creepy mob. Uh, no, it's not like a mob. It's like three people from one night. It's just like, oh no. And then there's two people. So, Candy, with a K, as opposed to Candy Samples, with a C, who's on stage right now. Yeah. So, do. No crystal. Would I happen to notice that those three yeah. are approaching at the same exact time? Mm hmm. So. It looks like um, it looks like they figured out the same thing we figured out. We probably shouldn't all mob her. <laughs> I'm sure she's used to it. Okay. Um, perc- is there a perception? Yes, there yes, is. There is. is. Skill. Yep, that is now, skill. Wait, what? Those of you at the bar, at the roll bar. your perception. The people don't normally notice things, so you. I know. didn't know perception was even on this thing. It just. I barely do. Oh wait, I'm not at the bar. <laughs> you managed to get. I don't have that skill. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> It's a special skill, oh, which means hard. Oh, no. I didn't know that was there. <laughs> you, uh, oh, you have I'm guessing it's actually probably a main attribute. And yeah. no, 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 I'll show you. I'll show you. Yep. It's it's a bonus. It's based on your perception yeah. bonus, which I'll check up. Yeah, for you. You get a bonus. It okay, is, what so is I'm your like intelligence plus mental strength? Ten, and that what? might give you a modifier. No, you're making a skill uh, roll. You're, you're trying to roll under your skill. Intelligence uh, plus maybe six. Oh, so that doesn't make any 33? sense. Yeah. Hey, people only notice thing about thirty percent of the time. 
want to see it. What is the uh, five? Let me see the perception thing. Well, what's the PB? Let me find the skill. Alright, well, well, skill is you raise If you actively search it for it, just happen to notice it. Uh, too many points in, in perception. No, I didn't. Right. That's the skill. So uh, the PB is like. How to make things harder. Oh, with some, the other uh, derived stats, like three or four pages back. There's some charts and rules on those pages that I printed up for you, David, if you want to take a look at them first. Easier back to Damn, I guess. Things, do, yeah, but things don't get easier. <laughs> yeah. They get harder. No, 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 I it's extremely... Okay. Things can get extremely easy, just... So... You usually don't make people make Kerosene. Mm-hmm. You notice that as those three are approaching Candy with a K, over entering the bar, you see a man in a black suit, black tie, black sunglasses, blonde hair, very skin, uh, very thin, just screams fed. <clears throat> with a woman in a black suit, black miniskirt, black shades as well, with brown hair. And they both enter, and the uh, large bouncer moves in front of them, and the man just flashes a uh, badge, calls it, and the bartender just, and the bouncer just backs off. So there's a question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say a fed, do you mean the capital? Because I don't yes, know what a they, capital fed. I don't know what their security force is called. It is a capital uh, Fed. Do they have a specific name? Everyone has a specific name. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. They'll just go with, you know, capital Fed. Okay. For now. The Capital I think Bureau those are just of Investigation. Fact. This is not a troubleshooter. This is a specific branch. Ah. They look very much like the, men the in Capital black Men in Black, FBI, Capital Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. CBI. All right. See a CBI agent enter with his partner, most likely. Or maybe she enters with his partner. Either way, the woman looks a little disgusted as she looks around at the place. The man appears to just be, you know, very cool and at ease looking around as well. And they start to make their way over towards the bar. Meanwhile, you approach Candy. And as the three of you approach, she turns towards all of you. She has a feathered boa currently around her shoulders right now, and a pink G-string, which clashes with her dark skin. She kind of cocks her eyebrow up as the three of you <laughs> approach her. I'm sorry, boys, I don't do group jobs. <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on my beds and walk past them. Mm-hmm. Just kind of tap on the shoulder. Well, okay, so you're going to walk past them and just tap So the you're going to Walk up and walk past the three of them who are now talking to Candy. Yes. And just tap them on the shoulder. Well, I think he's keeping it in mind. I think he's just tagging Egg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, with the theory uh, of pointing out that there's a. Yeah, well, he's doing that. I'll pull out a. uh, I think. Crowns, right? Crowns. Coins. Yes, they are. The monies. That's so awkward in a situation like this. Tap point at the bar and then head to the bathroom. Okay. Pulling out. Concealing a roll in my hand and, you know, looking towards Candy and saying, Well, uh, I can't speak for my friends here, but I was wondering how much it would take to get a room. I mean, I know negotiations, we could always do them once we're there, but I figure there's a flat rate to <laughs> even uh, get back into a more private area. You want a room? Well, there's a hotel not too far from here, and I get off my shift in a few hours. If you want to negotiate something private... Well, I was thinking something maybe a little more immediate. Maybe not so 
one-on-one, but more of just a... If I'm going to pay for a little show myself, I don't want everyone else getting in on my Oh, you want to go to the VIP lounge. (laughs) All right, I think we can take care of something. What about your two friends here who are talking amongst the... What are you going on about? Remember you guys. Oh, oh, I'm just... Don't cross talk. Thinking about the bar. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? She says, looking at Egg. I was just thinking about the bar. Uh-huh. Really, I think we were looking more at possibly a uh, job review. I uh, push Egg out mm-hmm. of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about them, Amy. Let's, uh, let's just go back. <laughs> oh, okay, what? what is going on? <laughs> I said feds at the bar. There were feds at the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and Candy begin to make your way down a hall towards the VIP section. So like a spaceship crashing into the bar. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the bar, let's ask you a few questions. Uh, can I help you, gentlemen? Agent Johnson, CBI. He says as he pulls out a uh, badge and shows his <sighs> name. And Agent Johnson. <clears throat> and this is my partner, Agent Johnson. How do you do? Female Agent Johnson says as she flashes her badge as well. I'm always one for cooperating with the <clears throat> Capital Bureau of Investigation. This man appear at this bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that uh, he did. But, you know, a lot of people come in this bar. Did you happen to see where he went when he left? Uh, uh, we could have the health inspecting code come down here and comb over every inch of this place and shut it down for quite a while if you do not cooperate with us, Mr. Levington. They're not robots. That's Cybertronic. No. That's Cybertronic, <laughs> yes. And they're I don't think they're robots there. They're just evil. <laughs> something. You hear that, scumbag? Female Agent Johnson says... We can have this place shut down. Health code violations. Not to mention the way you're tromping out the women here like trollops on a stick for anyone to look at. Calm down, Agent Johnson. I'll handle this. Don't lose your cool. You don't want to see her when she loses her cool. She can get very, very incessant with the cavity searches. Female Agent Johnson reaches into her jacket and pulls out a latex glove and snaps it on her hand. Talk to Candy. And who is Candy? She's the main act who's just going down to give that guy a uh, lap dance right now, female Agent Johnson says. Well, I suppose his happy ending will just have to wait. With that, the two agents begin to make their way down towards the VIP section, where... King has headed with Candy. Should we stall them? <clears throat> Meanwhile, you're in the bathroom. You are at the bar hearing all of that. Mm-hmm. And you've been brought into the back, and Candy is now straddling your lap while some very 70s style porn music sounds like it's playing. And she's dancing slowly, gyrating over you. I'm sitting aside. Pulling out like coins or how I guess on the seat next to me, <laughs> since I can't really put them anywhere without it being very awkward or otherwise costing me more coins than I can probably stuff in there. <laughs> uh, 
So why don't you tell me about uh, an old man I guess you met yesterday, uh, Dr. Daniels? Dr. Daniels. Oh, he's a real sweetheart. Hey, he'd never been in one of these places before, but he didn't treat me poorly like all the other men usually do. Sometimes we got to get <clears throat> McGarry to throw guys out, but he wasn't that. Had lots of money on him, too. Yeah, I guess uh, he's, he's got a little girl at home, man. She doesn't really know what happened to him. She was supposed to get a call from him today, but she's really worried. I was wondering if maybe you saw him when he left, who he was with, uh, what time he left. Well, he was with with a, he was with a strange customer, guy I'd never seen before. Had brown hair, wear red shades. But uh, I was supposed to meet up with him later. He thought he'd have a place tonight, and they took off in a speedy and secure cab, heading towards the Bauhaus district. Where were you, uh, was he supposed to come back for you, or...? He was supposed to give me a call, but it never came. You know, uh, about what time he left here? I'd have to say it was about, uh, 9.30. Well, all right, then. Just then, Agent Johnson and Agent Johnson... Say as they enter the room, flashing their IDs. I guess uh, that's it for me. I pick up the coins and <laughs> drop them in her hand and spank her on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the dance, honey. And I head out to the main area. All right. You heading out to the bathroom now? Yeah, I'm just going to you know, make it look like I wasn't just walking over to tap him on the shoulder. I was trying to be subtle. I know. <laughs> but uh, you, you forgot that you're trying to be subtle with Egg, who is both brilliant and obtuse at the same time. <laughs> so, I wasn't much better. all of you are back in the main area section together now, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. While okay. the two Johnsons are in the back with Candy. Oh. Yeah, Story of her life. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, assuming those two were after the same thing that I just got out of her. Take an assumption. Um, you've probably got about five minutes if she gives them the same info. I guess John, uh, Daniels was here yesterday. He met up with someone, a man, mysterious, brown hair, red mm-hmm. glasses. They left out of here about 9.30, took a cab, a uh, speedy cab, so I might be able to get some sort of information on what cap it was, where it was going. He was supposed to give a call back to camp. He set up a private meeting, you know, in a private room he was supposed to get. It never happened. Hmm. Okay. So, him and his contact met at this bar, then they got ambushed? Uh, or contact's not actually well, the, the contact? Con- wasn't actually the contact. Either way, we should probably try and maybe trace that cap, see where it went. All right. All right. Let's grab our equipment and get out of here. Mm-hmm. So you exit the, start exiting the bar. Yep. Yeah. As you're walking out of the bar, get our clean jacket. Two. <clears throat> as you're getting all your equipment, mm-hmm. the two Johnsons come out of the back, and Agent Johnson Mel goes, "Stop! All of you, stop! You're wanted for questioning right now." Who? What now? The two. Uh, Capital Bureau of Investigation Agents. You gentlemen will come with us. I... I, 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 What? Don't ask questions. You don't want the full body cavity search. Female Agent Johnson says. (laughs) 
looking towards uh, Scotch there. I don't know. You gotta pay good money for that kind of thing around a place like this. <laughs> Let's step outside, gentlemen. We have a few questions for you. Sure, sure. Yeah, why right, not? It'll be fun. So, are you all stepping outside? Mm-hmm. Step outside. I suppose so. So, you walk outside onto the main street. They walk out with you. And they stand in their black suits, their arms folded, looking you over. Now, gentlemen, I would not advise you attempting anything foolish right now. Wouldn't dream of it. Or, I would like to point out at the moment that snaps his fingers, and just then, a black uh, armored SWAT van comes around the corner and opens up, and capital uh, SWAT troops, which are known as apes, that's their... uh, Code like come barreling out the back, six of them holding fully automatics and the like. Okay, that oh, is a nifty uh, little trick. Yes, it is. It comes with having power, the power that we have. We yeah. have more money than God. Good thing you did that now rather than uh, thirty seconds. It's been awkward. Now, why are you investigating Doctor Jack Daniels? Mr. Daniels has, uh... He owes us some money. Yeah. From some work we did for him a while ago. How much money does he owe you? Two thousand. Two thousand crowns? Each, yeah. We heard he kind of hit it big. He's getting ready to get off the planet. We figured we'd, uh... Ask him about it before he... Agent Johnson. She reaches into her pocket and pulls out a coin purse and flips all of you two, two, two one-thousand crown coins. Well, thank you. I'm sure you won't have that much to That should cover it. I'm if sure you, the, uh, if we do catch you in our investigation, again, there will be dire consequences. You ready to move? I'm ready to move, Johnson. Let us go, Johnson. And with that, the two agents step their way off together as a black... <clears throat> luxury car turns around the corner. A SWAT agent runs up and gets the door for them, and they pile in and drive off. And the SWAT guys nod and go, hut, 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 getting back inside the SWAT <laughs> car, close behind, and it drives behind with them. I'll cover some costs. Yeah, just, uh, I'm not really looking forward to that full cavity search next time we run into them. Which might be very soon, if they got the same information we got. Well, there's a decent chance. I mean, I guess we could always go in and try and find out what Candy gave up, but that just seems a little bit... Redundant? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... So what do we know exactly now? That they took off in a cab somewhere? Around 9.30. took off in a speedy cab, cab service cab. At about 9.30 from this location. So, in theory, if we can get into speedy cab and get to look at the records... Although, how would they... I mean, do their... Would their cars have like some sort of a tracking system in them? Or well, like cabs no. keep track of where they take things, people. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Um, no computers. Okay. Wasn't there something uh, in the? Uh, I'm, I'm seeing that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was mentioned in your investigation part. You didn't bring it up though. What? 
didn't they head somewhere? You actually had yes, they headed towards Bauhaus. Oh, that's yeah, right. You totally missed that. One. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I guess I, I don't know where uh, Cap is going, but if, I guess they were heading all the way out of Capital towards the uh, Bauhaus, one of the Bauhaus districts. That doesn't make much sense. Uh, Cybertronic has its own area on Luna, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so uh, let's contact who wasn't who we said it was then. Could mean a lot of things. Uh, well, she said he's. What, did she say he said he was heading there, or did he? Did she find out they were heading there? I think the doctor mentioned that he was supposed to contact her later for a meeting. So after he got a room. So as we slanter, saunter back over to the van, mm-hmm. uh, I am going to disarm the van first so we can get in. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Fart. How do I do this? Uh, I guess I'm going to try and see. I'm going to look up the number for the Speedy Cab, cab Company. All right. And I'm going to uh, give them a phone call. So, after a couple of rings, Speedy Cab Cab Service. Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of outside the uh, strip joint on um, such and such a street, you know, yesterday. Uh, it was about 9.30 p.m. One of your uh, cabs was coming through. I think it pulled a little close. The guy getting out of here was a bit anxious. Uh, kind of banged up my car a little bit with the door as he was getting in. Oh, I mean, oh geez. I don't, I don't want to... It's not the guy... It's not the guy, cab driver's fault, you know? It's totally that guy. He was completely buzzed and I think he had a girl waiting for him. It was hang, She was hanging off his arm. I'm just wondering if maybe you can let me know maybe where they got off if they were heading home. Maybe I can take it up with him. Alright, hold on, hold on. Let me get on the intercom here and try to find out, uh... Hold on. There's a couple of minutes of waiting as you hear some squawking in the background over a uh, radio back and forth. Uh, yeah, hello? Um, yeah. The cab driver who uh, took the man that you're uh, talking about uh, was uh, De Niro. Uh. And... <clears throat> Unfortunately, De Niro's cab broke down in the Bauhaus district, and uh, he had to let his uh, he had to let the people who he's taken out because you know he had to wait for a tow to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he uh, did he happen to mention maybe where they were going? Well, because we try to keep track of these things, and because his cab broke down, we had to offer them a free cab if they wanted. Uh, last they were seen, they was headed towards a bar called Gear Shift. All right. Over in the Bauhaus district. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. No problem. With that, the phone is clicked, and we'll wait as Mike... Well, All right. So, I guess... the game uh, better to find it better. <laughs> so, I guess we... Uh, well, you're getting on the phone. Mm-hmm. We'll start heading over to the Bauhaus district to check out the gear shift. <laughs> the gear shift bar? The gear shift bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurry, call your contacts. <laughs> I'll call up. Well, I have security contacts too. So if I have security contacts around Bauhaus, I can ask if. Do you have someone in the police department, maybe? 
I don't know. I think it said I have it in whatever area I was working in is where you get the contacts, right? So, I have security contacts, a media contact, two random people from Bauhaus. I don't know. Well, the game didn't really from, say much about two how people contacts from work. Bauhaus can be anyone from who would be That's true. The Bauhaus so, we'll, we'll say a Bauhaus cop, because that would be useful. Okay, you're going to call your Bauhaus cop friend? Yep, and ask just about... You know, gear shift, what it's like. Just get an idea before we get there. Alright, so while you're on the phone talking to uh, mm-hmm. Officer Reichstaff. Gear shift? Gear shift is your typical watering hole. Uh, there's not really anything out of the ordinary interesting about it. It's just a nice, quiet place to drink. It's oh. good to know. Not a heavily crime-ridden area or anything? Well, it's not, of course, the best neighborhood in Bauhaus, but uh, Hans and Greta, they do a good job of making sure the place is fine. All right. Well, thanks. Just wanted to get a heads up. Might call you later. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye. And you find yourselves pulling up in front of Gear Shift, a nice local watering hole which has a picture of a gear hanging above it that looks like it's turning in motion over and over and over again, and some old cars are here. And you see a bunch of... You, the, the More of the middle-aged uh, crowd seems to be making their way into this bar. Uh, do we spot a matte black SUV or sedan? No, you don't. <laughs> well, we're either too late or too early. We'll, I guess we'll just have to find out. So, making your way through the parking lot, you enter inside, and in the actual bar itself, it's got a nice uh, wood paneling type style, a dartboard. It's got some very soft, ambient music playing that's not too hard to talk over. Uh, There isn't any TVs in here. A bunch of people just sitting at the bar drinking and talking, and seems like they're having a fairly good time. And you see that the bartender has is a very, very big guy. He's almost like six foot eight. He's missing an eye. <laughs> wow. And he looks to be in his fifties, and his hair is uh, steel gray. And the one waitress looks to be maybe about twenty-one. She has blonde hair. And she's wearing something that makes her look more attractive. She's wearing like short shorts and a t-shirt and is walking around serving beer to people and people are just kind of generally having a good time. Uh, where do you go? There was no, like, bouncer. There's no bouncer here. There's no weapon check here. It's almost as if they don't expect that kind of thing to happen here. Uh, Well, Well, that's cool, gentlemen. Well, he's a very large man. (laughs) Maybe he is the bouncer. I would mess with him. He just screams out chants and holy light comes down despite his enemies. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Okay. Let's go talk to the guy. Making your way over towards the bar, you head up towards a clear area and the large man who you know is by the name of Hans. Mm-hmm. Hans and Greta. Well, gentlemen, I've never seen you here before. What yeah. can I get you? This is our uh, first time. I guess we'll take a round of drinks and... Uh, That'll do us for the beginning. Ah, I'll get you some of the good stuff that we have here, then. 
none of that Capitoli advisor stuff that they mm-hmm. sell. It's uh, no better than goat's piss, I swear. Darker um, the better. <laughs> ah, smart man. It says he gets some black forest brew ale and sets it up all in front of you. I hold it up to the light. It's completely impenetrable. <laughs> this is a beer. Very, very thick and heady. Mm-hmm. Pay a couple of crowns and I make some change and put in some extra on top. <clears throat> uh, since we seem to be out of head for now on our expense account at least. Um, so uh, a friend of ours recommended the bar. He, I guess he was an older guy. He goes by the name of uh, he's Dr. Daniels. I guess he's a... Oh, Jock! Yeah. Yes, Jock. Jock is very good man. He here last night. Uh, funny story. He come by and his cow break down, and so they have to stay here f- for the night. Uh, I think they went on over to the local hotel. Mm, kind of low-rent hotel, but yeah. they said things would be fine. Yeah, he said he broke down. I was wondering, uh, I haven't been able to get a, and get in contact. We're supposed to meet him here tonight. Do you know... Uh, well, he was supposed else? to be staying at Sleepy Heights with uh, a strange friend of his. Yeah, I guess uh, he wanted us to meet him. I guess he's got some sort of something going on. But Just then, the door opens, and in walks a man wearing a black leather jacket, black leather pants, black shades. He appears to be six foot four, has blonde hair that's buzzed, looks to be chiseled from stone. He has a woman next to him who has long black curly hair, who appears to be in incredibly fit condition, wearing a black tank top and blue jeans. And they have a kid who appears to be maybe 15, wearing a camouflage shirt, has a backpack on. (laughs) And the large man slowly and very precisely makes his way over towards the bar. It, It did. While the woman and the and the young man kind of stay over more times towards uh, the door. At like first, the clothes got it for me. <laughs> I wasn't sure about the leather and then the tank top really. At first I was assuming like... Let's just see what this is. He makes his way over towards the bar, puts his hands down on the bar and looks directly at Hans and says... Pulls out a picture and goes, Have you seen this man? <laughs> In this deep Bauhausian accent. <laughs> And, uh, who are you that is asking? Hans says, I will repeat the question. Have you seen this man? I don't know if I should tell you. You do not seem very friendly. I am being as friendly as possible. uh, Do not make me ask again. Motion to the rest of them, and I'll (laughs) sidle up to the bar. This guy bothering you, Hans? No, no, I think this man might be having a very bad day here soon enough. And I'll sort of lean over as I do and try and take a gander at the picture. You see that it is, of course, Dr. Jack Daniels. Everybody wants Jack Daniels tonight. You know, looking up at this guy, I, uh... He turns his head very slowly and almost machine-like to look you over. (laughs) I heard this guy was down at the, uh... What the hell is the... The strip joint. I guess he had a Negative. Meeting with... We have already discovered that he left the strip joint. And who are you that you are looking for him? Answer the question. We're not looking for him. We're just old associates. I would not be having you harass my customers, sir. Han says. <clears throat> 
I don't seem to like your attitude, especially for a Bauhausian. I am not Bauhausian. I work for Cybertronic. I will not have Cybertronic scum in my bar, Han says. He reaches under and pulls a shotgun out. As he starts to do it, the large man grabs the shotgun out of his hand, bends it in half, and sends one punch to one-eyed Hans and slams him back up against the wall, who then slides down. Hey, 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 that's enough! (coughs) Uncle Bob, the young kid says, that's enough, that's enough. (coughs) (coughs) Kyle, go and stay by your mother. (laughs) What do all of you do? I drink more beer. <laughs> I'm gonna I, go behind the bar and check on uh, check on Hans. You see that Greta's run over and it's like, get out of here! You what? Don't make me call the police here. Greta says, looking at the large, imposing man who just floored her employer. I uh, lean over to Kerosene. What do you think the chances are that those two agents are standing outside and will and will deal with this guy when he leaves? I luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, the agents will show up right after he leaves before we leave and just before Algaroth mm-hmm. all our heavy shit Kyle we need to know where he went the woman says she puts her hand I know you don't like this but it's necessary all our heavy shit's in the hand <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that might be excessively heavy. I think you guys should probably go. And just who are you? The woman says, looking over towards you. Someone concerned with the fine wooden floor and nice bar, as well as the health of everyone in the bar. I think it's best if you guys just went. We'll go after we get the information we need. This is vital to the future. <laughs> and there's the smart-ass part of me It's like, it's the past, you morons It already happened Shut up Don't make fun of me <laughs> The large man by the name of Uncle Bob Makes Uncle his Bob. way Slowly behind the bar His boots echoing On the wooden floor that, Look, look, Bob Mr. Uh, I'm an organic cybernetic. <laughs> Mr. Uh, do you have a last name? <clears throat> Just looks at you. All right, uh, Bob. Uh, I'm Chris. Everyone calls me Scotch. So you're you're looking for this guy, right? Uh, uh, yes. Affirmus? Okay. Yeah. This, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, Is your friend a bit? <laughs> He's very, very focused on his tasks. Right. Is Hans conscious, unconscious? Um, what's what's Hans? Hans is kind of like, oh, oh, ma. Well, oh, Moti, oh, I do not want to go to school today. <laughs> he says as he rubs his head. I'm going to try and quietly tell him to kind of, like, lay down and act like he's unconscious. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're, you're not, like, you know, with the government or something, right? I am with Cybertronic. 
that's usually a kind of a at least a shady outright bad thing. Then then again, this guy was going to Cybertronic, so well, uh, so 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 we never showed up. Just how much do you know? The woman says suddenly as she reaches in and pulls out a sawed-off shotgun, going. Then look, how about we talk about this outside? Everyone's kind of like looking really scared suddenly. Well, well, let's talk about this outside. You can keep it aimed at my head the whole time. It's okay. We just we should leave these poor people alone. They're innocents. They're not involved in any of this. You can't kill them, Uncle Bob. Why is the kid seem like the leader? I don't. All right. I don't. You seem like the same one. All right. And that disturbs me. Because you're like what? Twelve. I'm fifteen. Okay. Now, unless you want a lot of people to get hurt, it's probably best for you guys to go. Look, we just we just need to find this guy, all right? If you know anything, then we can. <clears throat> We're looking for him too. And technically, if you're with Cybertronic, that's if you're with Cybertronic, then you already know any, more than anybody here, because you already know that he's got abducted. Just then, the door bursts open, and in comes Agent Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Everybody, stay where you are. This is a sting. They say, holding up their badges. Oh, I are you even even kidding me? This is the Bauhaus district, one of the customers uh, <laughs> says. What are Capitolian officers doing here? What the hell kind of thing is this? Wait a minute. It's those men that Dr. Daniel, Daniels owns, owes money to. What are they doing here? They could just be out for a quiet drink. I highly doubt that. No, no, listen, it's entirely a coincidence. We actually just heard about this bar tonight. You will not have... Dr. Daniels. He is ours. The large, imposing Uncle Bob says as he turns and looks towards them. The back entrance. Kyle! Quick! Get down! Suddenly. (laughs) (laughs) The mother says. As somehow, suddenly opening his leather jacket, an unfolding rifle-stocked weapon, (laughs) and then suddenly, like, the two agents have an oh-shit look on their face as... One of them suddenly yells into his watch, No! 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 And the windows burst in as Capitolian SWAT officers come through the door. And the young uh, young man named as Kyle says, We need help now! And the door bursts open as this 16-year-old-looking girl... Who looks to be whisked in, but somehow through the door, right off its hinges, <laughs> comes in as well. And they completely ignore all of you right now. What are you doing? Back door? Back door. Back door. I will vault the bar, grab the old guy, and tap the back door. Cause Everyone else basically <laughs> is screaming and hitting the ground. Uh, let's uh, let's do, 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 do. wait outside, and if the agents look like they're winning, we'll run. <laughs> I, I we should probably fire up the van leave. just in case. <laughs> in fact, I'll run once we get outside. If we get outside, Side I will run to the van and crazy pull it around. Yeah, maybe we, we know what our goal take off is. To the we don't know what either of them want. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, for all we know, suddenly it's going to be, the Doctor needs to die. And then the Capitolians are like, yes, the Doctor also needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be like, well, we can't work with either of you now. So let's, let's go. Go. All right, then let's just go. So as you hear the sounds of gunfire ripping around and people running out, and windows being shattered and the like... One of you grabbed Hans. Yeah. Greta comes running with you and it's like, that's my father! Well, then come on! <laughs> like, I'll grab her too. I'm and, well, <laughs> <laughs> grab and he's he, Actually, he's huge and they do have an oh, encumbrance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah but you have two arms worth of lifting. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that Bazooka said he can't do it, you'd be <laughs> like, ha 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 So, you make your way, jump into the van, and Hans comes too in the van. He's like, oh... Thank you, thank you. Oh, my poor bar! He says as he looks as he sees gunfire coming out of the... Oh, well, thankfully it's insured. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be glad for that, because uh, I don't think it's going to be standing. <laughs> you know, you hear these stories about Cybertronic and... No, no. Man. The last thing you see is great appears stories. to be the young 16-year-old girl is thrown through the window. You see her slam into a car, dent it, and then slowly rise up, almost machine-like, and make her way back in. No, oh, that no, just did, right? So I all get the um, shoulder those... mount and just check it to make sure it's working. <laughs> <laughs> all those stories are true. I've planted the Imperial flag in the heart of a couple of those fuckers. <laughs> so where are we headed to, gang? We're going to Sleepy the... Rest Motel? Yeah. Sleepy Heights. Sleepy Heights, mm-hmm. right. Right. <laughs> We'll drop you off. Can we drop you off uh, somewhere, Hans? Th- that will work. We'll make our way home. And we'll go back in the morning. That's yeah, probably <laughs> usually a good, good idea. plan. You <laughs> might actually want to stay at not sleepy heights and, and not home tonight. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. I think I'll visit my uh, sister. <laughs> <laughs> and as you drop off the grateful Hans and Greta, you make your way over to the Sleepy Heights Hotel, which you see is about a. Uh, Ten-story hotel looks to be lower, but not terribly poor. Income. There's a couple of uh, cars parked outside and the like. And you also see that there is yellow hazard tape in front of part of the door at the moment, as the doors are missing right now. I feel like I'm going to call my contact. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found where the uh, night went awry. And just then, uh, as you hear sirens in the background right oh. now from your contact, yeah, it's kind of a bad time right now, but uh, what can I do for you? We got some disturbance at a bar. What's this place called? The Sleepy? Sleepy Heights. Sleepy Heights. What happened? Sleepy Heights? Oh, I heard about that. There was a robbery, I believe. Possibly a kidnapping as well. Robbery and a kidnapping, eh? Any leads or anything? Uh, might have been some local hoods. We talked to the... Uh, Owner, he might know more. But right. right now, God, what the, what the hell? It's Watch like World out. War III out here. He <laughs> suddenly says, "Your explosion, Cybertronic involved. Be careful." What? If you're heading towards what I think you're heading towards, watch oh. out. That girl, dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The owner of the bar might know something. Apparently, so the owner of the, the, owner of the hotel. Alright then. Bar hop twice and suddenly everyone owns one. <laughs> <laughs> so we once again 
look, poke, well, poke in through the security tape to see if there's anyone actually in there. Hello? Taking a look inside, you see a very small old man. He's got white hair. He's got a button-up white uh, suit. And you also see that he is currently talking to a man who is wearing a wide-brimmed hat, who has a long trench coat on, who has the mark who has the mark of the Brotherhood of Light around his neck, and he has a mono sword in one hand, and he has a uh, handgun in the other, and he is speaking to him, and he has a contingent of Inquisitors behind him. <laughs> Inquisitor Kane, the old man says, your deeds against the Dark Brotherhood are well known across all of the solar system. But but what, why do you, why are you coming here? Believe there is an individual who was staying here last night. Inquisitor Kane says much of the work he was doing was dark and could be a great weapon for the dark symmetry to take hold of and work against our good brotherhood. Do you know? the fellow I'm speaking of, and this is a picture of him. I I, I recall, he was staying here last night. He had a uh, contact, he uh, a friend he was with. They didn't seem very friendly. They took separate rooms. But it kind of surprised me, um, the fellow he was with. Really. Just who was this fellow? A local... Hood. He works for some of the uh, families around here. Gets information for him. Just a local snitch. And do you know where I can find this local snitch? Well, usually he hangs out around the uh, gear shift bar, but um, that's where I would check. Very well, citizen. Good evening to you realize that if you follow the light, all will come true. With that, the Inquisitor makes his way out, stepping past, and then he looks at all of you suddenly with a gaze that is so strong and so willful. Wither, wither, wither. And then continues on his way with the Inquisitors following behind him. Oh, good. So, and the old man looks in. Can I help you, gentlemen? We couldn't help but overhear the conversation you just had with our good fellows of the light, and uh, we are concerned for the man in question as well. He was a friend of ours. We were actually hoping to be meeting him today, but obviously he is not here anymore. Now, what happened here? Uh, I don't know. Just there was gunfire and some <coughs> guys came in, they all wore masks and they made their way up to where uh, the, I assume the man you're talking about was staying and they dragged him out. What color were the masks? Uh, they had different colors. They were like bandanas. Uh, okay. The, uh, Snitch that you were talking to the good brothers about. He wouldn't happen to have any other associates around, would you? Well, I know that he works for three of the local 
family, lo- three of the local kind of they're, they're, they're big fish in a small pond, but they're not big time. Uh, there would be uh, Fat Tony, Rotan Tonsky, and the Honorable Portly Tetsuo. Uh. <laughs> Do you uh, happen to know his nickname or what they call him? Oh, uh, that would be um, <coughs> BM, the man with the <coughs> red shades and brown hair. Giving that the. Uh, I think that's probably about as much as we can expect, given that we can't really check out the gear shift. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. um, would it be alright if we uh, checked out the room he was using? Uh, sure, of course, you can if you want. Nice. Never know. Yes. We will jump up As you make your way up there. Oh no. And you. It's a got it. Yeah, that's true. As you're looking in his door, you see a man that's already standing in the hall looking inside the room as well. He's wearing a top hat and a nice black suit. And he has a cane, a walking stick as well, that is topped with a strange silvery symbol on it. And he looks to all of you. He's very pale, has black hair and spectacles on the end of his face. Well, hello, gentlemen. Hi there. Good evening. Good evening. It seems that perhaps you are looking for a friend of mine. It may very well be that Anything way. Anything possible. My name is Mr. Waitley. Uh. <laughs> and an old friend of mine by the name of Jack Daniels has gone missing. And I would be very, very interested in finding him. I'm quite worried for his safety. Well, same with most of Luna, it would seem. It's kind of unfortunate. We thought he was going to be here, but it seems he ran into a little trouble and got tossed in a sack and carried right out yesterday night. Yes, yes. Very, (coughs) very tragic indeed. Well, I hope those that are responsible know what's coming towards them. I'm sure if they know what they were doing, then they're probably well informed. Well, you wouldn't happen to know anything about where he is, perchance, would you? Mm-hmm. Not at all. Have that knowledge really. at this point. We were hoping there might be something in the room. Well, I've already looked over the room, gentlemen, and there's not much here, unfortunately. However, it would be very worth your while if you were to come across my friend, who I so desperately miss. He steps forward towards all of you, and he reaches into his suit slowly and withdraws a business card. <laughs> da da da! <laughs> Simply give me a call if you come across anything 
Money is no object in the return of my dear friend. With that, Mr. Wheatley makes his way slowly past all of you. <clears throat> so is it less of a phone number and a dark ritual that causes him to appear? <laughs> it's, it's a phone number. Oh, okay. Um, With the specific numerical <laughs> sequence that creates a dark ritual that will cause him to appear. <laughs> okay, so... He works for Capital. Uh, yes. He's going to transfer to Cybertronics. Yep. Mm-hmm. For stuff the Brotherhood would have wanted him for. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Capital, Cybertronics, and the Brotherhood are all looking for him. Yep. Some creepy other guys looking for him. So there's a fourth faction that is looking for him and doesn't have him. And then there's mm-hmm. a faction that has him. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I'm surprised we haven't come across like a pile of dead ninjas yet. Mm-hmm. Is anybody else surprised? Uh, uh, we left kind of the pile of dead ninjas back there. Mm-hmm. No, those were ninjas. That, that was that was all capital. Those were right. Oh, you mean ninjas, ninjas? Machine yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Ninjas, but, uh, ninjas. ninjas would have to be fresh. I mean, like we're about a day after. We're about a day off this trail right now. I mean, ninjas would have to get there within like three hours. True, they could explode into green smoke <laughs> in the meantime. <coughs> right. Anyhow, they usually send someone in to clean those guys up. Right. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, you know people. Yeah, I'll give, uh... You know, Fat Tony, Riton Tonsky. Those seem guys seem like right up your alley. I'll give some calls. <clears throat> See if we can arrange a meeting? Yeah. I know what's happening to the VM. on the move in case the winner of whatever the heck happened. You make your way down coming. and start heading towards your van. <clears throat> you see a man who's wearing green camouflage pants, <laughs> red shades, oh. brown hair, Oh. And a trench coat, make his way over to you, hands in his pockets. Here, uh, you guys are looking for someone in particular. Uh, well, word travels fast. Well, everybody's looking for him, it looks like. Right. Well, might be that, uh, you might be able to find him. Really? I, uh, might be wondering, uh, what sort of weight that information carries. Sort of a very valuable man, from what I understand. And that would set you up with a negotiation. Mm-hmm. We should be interested in that, of course. <coughs> I think a few coins in my purse. <laughs> but we'd have to know where we stand. What it takes to get the foot in the door, if you know what I mean. Well, we're looking to move this... Uh, Item, if you will, to the highest bidder. Mm. I had this feeling it Real was going to be smart a type and bid. So we're not the first person to get the invite. No, no, no. You are actually lucky mm. us. Yeah. Forgive me if this sounds rude, but is that simply a matter of geographic convenience, or is heard? You know, we heard that some people are looking around for this item, and we don't know why people want them. But we figured that uh, it was important wow. and a sought-after item. It certainly <coughs> is. Uh, so, uh, so if you want in on the ground floor of what this item can do for you, then you know you're the ones that are getting the invite before anyone else. But supplies are limited. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's funny. What doesn't seem to be limited is, do you see what happened to the bar? Uh, no. What bar? Oh, well, that's a good way to put it. Gear shift is pretty much smoldering rubble by now, most likely. What are you talking about? Well, there's lots of interested parties, and they're not interested in a way that sounds like they're going to go and do any kind of negotiations with you. Most likely, they're going to dangle you out of a window somewhere or possibly, you know, break all your limbs. They punched a bartender for no reason. Hans? What about Hans? Hans got hit in the face by a guy just for talking to him. Cybertronic Hans got hit Hans. in the face and taken off of his feet and hit a wall. By some guy like three miles tall. Yeah. Now, if you one could possibly call that Commerce. negotiating, but you know, usually negotiation involves you know like money or some other form of collateral or. We're some just some old scientists. We thought we could make a quick buck. No. <laughs> I got to go. Tell you what. No, 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 no. I appreciate that you have a lot of ambition. You know you're going for love. I'll tell you what. Why don't you let us take them off off your hands cheap, and then when those guys show up, you can just point them right to our door. You won't have to worry nothing about it. Hold on, hold on. i got to make a call. He reaches into his jacket, pulls out a cell phone, and opens it up, and... Starts to walk around. He's not doing better than the pros, aren't they? He fit being Cybertronic. That's pretty impressive. True. <clears throat> All right, I gotta go and meet with my uh, <clears throat> meet with uh, my bosses, and we'll get back to you. I'm get the back to us, huh? Yeah. Remember, they know everything that we know. With that, he makes his way, starts to make his way off towards a, uh... Shouldn't we follow him? Red car that's parked nearby and starts to get into it and start it up to leave. Yes. I guess we'll try and maybe... <laughs> tail, tail him? him. <laughs> <In> the... <laughs> it's the white whale. <laughs> Alright, give me a... Who's driving? Oh, Who's our drive it? guy? Um... I can drive no. ground vehicles at a 10. 12. Oh, Nick. Okay, I guess I'm driving. Just <laughs> yeah, get over there. Yeah. Okay, wheel man. Try to make a driving roll. And what is your skill? Uh, my skill is a 16. 16? So you have to roll under an 11. Oh. No, standard difficulty, I think. No, standard difficulty is no. skill. Well, standard difficulty is skill, but yeah, it's harder when it's yeah. the I got a 10. Oh. oh, okay. Cheeky bust. And so you manage to slowly tail this guy without being seen, making your way down different alleys and the like and different driveways, and eventually you fake your way over towards the perimeter. Uh, not too far from your own neighborhoods, to be exact. And you see him pull into an old warehouse and pull into the back. So do you want to go in there and then get caught and then we'll get locked in a room and then we'll have to put together weapons and break out from the room and then take out all the bad guys by not shooting them? Or should we just go in there armed and take care uh, of things now? What do we find out who this warehouse belongs to? 
This more looks like one of those dilipilated. Oh, no. why don't we just level the warehouse and call it a day? <laughs> oh, because we were supposed to be scientists. Yes. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We're possibly the only ones don't trying worry, to save Don't worry, these the are non-lethal building-destroying missiles. I'm starting to wonder if that's people. his daughter. <laughs> you know, I didn't think hard about that one. We'll have to ask him about that before we, you know, make a horrible mistake. <laughs> Right, so, um... Who wanna do this? Well, uh... I figure we got three options. We pull around the corner, wait for him to contact us, or try and contact us. He knows where he is, he knows where we were, he probably has a number. Uh, we can bust in the door and hope the scientist is there, and we can gun down whatever guys they've got. Or we could try and sneak in the back way and see how that goes. Well, with how many people are looking for this guy, time is probably a factor. I mean, I don't know how they're going to find him, but... What sort of thing? So far, that doesn't seem to be an issue for these people. seems to be that they have a front door, but it's boarded up. You see, it's a long building, about two stories, brick facade. Uh, It only has windows on the second floor. You see flat roof with a couple of pipes coming off. It has a fence um, that is attached to the sides, but not the front. And the fence is um, basically closed right now. A guy got out of the car and opened the fence and drove his car in the back, so you're guessing the door's open in the back. <sighs> We're not seeing any kind of like garage doors or anything like that? Not on the front. Okay. <laughs> we don't see any cameras or any... You don't see any cameras or anything. Okay. So, uh, do we want to try and, a couple of us try sneaking in and, you know, if there's, uh, like a door or something, sort of kind of, uh, just kind of ram the van through it and add that to the element of surprise? Because I highly doubt they would be set up, you know, right at, next to the garage door. I wouldn't be worried about, you know, running over the doctor by accident or anything. I don't know. They seem kind of like they've lucked into a lot of this for how many people they've ticked off. <laughs> I mean, I really wouldn't put much past them one way or the other. If we go ramming through a wall, for all we know, they're like, oh, yeah, we rigged it with grenades. We were afraid of that happening. We never thought about things like storing food here in case we need to hide out, but worried about that. All right, so if anyone feels, you know, confident in trying to sneak into a building like this, we could try that. Do All right, here's where we're going to do this. I do, actually. Okay. I'll go around, and if someone feels like being all on the down low with me, we'll lay some smoke, maybe we'll set off some things, put them on fire, give them a minute or two, see if they panic, come running out. If not, the rest of you guys can just bust in the front, take them by surprise. All right, so yeah. now we've got... I mean, I took a guy with body armor. All our map ah. and everything drawn out. Yep. So, uh, yeah, let's so, get this puppy started. All right, anchor and ping. Making your way through the back alleys, you come to the back brick facade. You see there are four cars parked out here in the parking lot, one of which was the red car drive driven by uh, VC, yeah. or VM. And 
you see there is a large garage door, which is large enough for maybe a semi-truck to even go through, and there is a smaller door directly to the left of it. Now, what are you two doing? Uh, All the windows are on the second floor of this building, by the way. Is there anything like a drain pipe or some other thing that goes up to the roof? It does not appear so. This is one of those box-like climbing kits. I I was just thinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I will attempt to break out the climbing kit and see if I can land something up top. You're going to climb up onto the roof? Some sort of a grapple that will get us up to the windows. As he's doing that, I will very gently, gingerly just test the knob to see if they were silly enough to leave the door unlocked. The door is unlocked. Yeah, sure. Hang on. All right. So, go over and have him just open it up. And I'm taking a peek. Give me a stealth roll. Both of you. Do well. Don't fall. Wow. I did not do well. well. Is that a 20? No, it's a 19. I made mine. By what? I got an 11. Okay, you didn't get a 1 then. (laughs) You got a 19, you failed? Yep. Okay. So the door goes... As you open it, you take a peek in, and you see a large open room. You see there's a little parking area, and you see there's a TV set up on some milk crates. And I'll draw it out for you. Alrighty. Yay, maps and miniatures. See, that's the trouble I always have when I go on something that's not a table. Just the die just goes plop, and it always lands badly for me. When I roll on a table... The die randomizes because it bounces. You could roll on the floor. That's just barbaric. You could roll on the table. I probably will. Mike's foot's kind of in the way. That could be corrected. What is the little meat man for here? What little meat man? He's full of boxes for you to die with. (laughs) When when you lose boxes and you run out of them in your arm, it falls off. No, you have to run on both. Oh, I'm sorry. I think when you double the boxes in your arms, it falls off. Yeah. It just stops working at the boxes. But, um, yes, don't you remember the old cyberpunk sheets? Did you play cyberpunk? No. We played Seven Generation. Thought about playing. (laughs) So you guys, they're sitting on milk crates, they're watching TV, and they're eating pizza. And one of them tilts his head back and looks at the door, which is now just a jar. Door's open. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made your stealth roll, so you quickly ducked back out of the way. Well, go and shut it then, the other guy says. I grab Anchor, and I pull, pull him away from the door. Alright, that was brilliant. Um, guy walks over, and you hear the door go click and shut close. Plan B. Uh, now I will once try my other plan, brilliant as it was, and attempt to scale the building <coughs> with my genetically superior awesome. Give me a climb skill. Check. They're climbing, or is it called something else? Yeah, nope, it's climb. I got a 10 out of 17. So you managed to climb up the building. Are you climbing straight up to the roof, or are uh, you... I'll climb all the way up to the roof and take a look and see if there's any sort of ventilating thing on top. There are a couple of ventilation okay. stuff on top. 
I'll motion to anchor. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on up. Give me a climbing roll. <laughs> Unless he looks at me dumbfounded and he is like... <laughs> then I'll shoo at him and I'll try and make my way across the steel building and over to one of the ventilation-y things. See, I'm tempted to try the door again because I bet they didn't lock it. I'm sure they it went did. so well last time. But the, the fact is open. that you, you, you do it again and it'll shoot you this time because they'll right. see you. <laughs> um, so I'll go over to the ventilation thing and I'll prime a couple of smoke grenades and roll them in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll go jump, jump. Is there an explosive skill? Uh, there is. I think that might be weapons. It's weapon systems. Yeah. I have that. <laughs> what surprise? <laughs> what skill don't you have? Uh, other skills. Other skills? But that's part of the, the sheet that says other skills? I don't think he got those. No, I don't. He, he could have made up skills to fill in those boxes. He could have. Yes. Could have. Uh, I got a 9 out of 15. Okay, so you managed to go, how many are you throwing in? Three. So, tonk, dum, 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 tonk, tonk, and close the ventilation shaft, and yep. then, so you let everyone know of the intercoms. Yes, I'll be like, alright, smoke's away, and as soon as that gets going, I'll Throwing a little bit of fire. Uh, so I'm going to come back over and I'll just hang off the edge of the building waiting for looking down in the window, waiting to see what happens. <clears throat> so, as you're kind of peeking into the window right there, peeky peek, under the roof, you're able to peek in. Maps, 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 maps. Did you ever not cool like these wound guys are right about? They have a projector hanging off the ceiling. Oh. Because they're big D&D players. And so the DM just, he he does a map out each week, and then he just... Photoshops out each piece of trivial. <laughs> you know, they actually. Somebody sent me a link. Uh, they actually make a software where you can, you know, it's sort of a build your own landscape kind of software, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it has actually like two display modes. You know, of course, the GM display mode and then the player display mode for that kind of thing, where you <laughs> run it through a laptop, hook to a projector, and of course, use the GM on your laptop, see the entire field, and then it all, you know. The players, it only shows what their actual field of vision is. That's and the screenshots made it look really neat, actually. That's, cool. That's what you see. You see, Who do I see VM talking to a large man. Just he look rotund? He looks very rotund. Well, he could be fat or portly. <laughs> <laughs> this one looks to be rotund. He's okay. wearing a red business suit. Mm. His hands on his hips. Right to rotund. <laughs> oh, the uh, three guys. Mm-hmm. Did I? Do I know who those are? They just look those like goons. Really goons. Guys. <laughs> they exist. One might be Italian. One might be Russian. One might be you know Japanese. Not that these exist anymore. So. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna sort of observe and wait for smoke to come billowing out of somewhere inside there. So, as they're talking, smoke starts to come out of the little air duct area, and the rotund man. Looks up at it and says something to the to VM. VM and them kind of both look at it. Hmm? 
And they both kind of wander out, make their way in here. <laughs> Give, uh, we'll make some perception rolls for uh, these guys. I don't imagine it's very high. Oh no, they're small. No. <laughs> perception is a special skill. Yes. Special means low and bad. No, suddenly, one of the guy turns around and points towards the window towards you real quick. Make a self roll. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What do I do? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Yeah. I roll the three. What was that noise? You meant to <laughs> duck out of the way, but you're not sure they saw you. One of them roll the three on the perception roll. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, it's probably made up the like two. I'll scale back up <laughs> real quick under the roof. Uh, and then I will... Well, I, I presume I'm seeing this little spider scramble I, up and down. I, will, I am reporting as I go, like on the spot, play by play. Okay, um, no. give me a perception roll. That's that one skill thingy. Nope. Yeah, I lose. Okay. okay. So I'm going to skedaddle over. <clears throat> and I'm going to dump a few of the real grenades into the ventilation shaft. But as <laughs> as he's reporting, I will have by now. I'm. Just, Thinking, I would have pulled out my shotgun and, okay. you know, um, stood somewhat prepared for something. So. Okay, which side of the door are you on? Um, I will be on the. Which way does the door open? The door opens towards that way. So if someone opens it, they have a left field of perception. You are left. Okay. Um, I will go to the other side of the door. All right. So the door opens. And it's being held open right now. As one of the guys steps out, this is holding a pistol in his hand right now. And you are going over and throwing some grenades down the shafts. Yes. How many? Uh, two. Okay. So he's looking around. He kind of turns around, holding the door open like this. You thought you saw something up on the roof? How the hell am I going to get up there? (laughs) (laughs) I love these guys. (laughs) Yours is not to question. Get up on the roof. Do I recognize the voice? Okay. Wait, what does he sound like? Does he sound Sounds like he's Bauhausian. Oh, okay. And it's a very rotund figure. Okay. Two of them are looted by Hausian, though, so. Yes. <laughs> Unless Italian gets to be Capitola, I bet. It's hard to say. Yeah. We don't know. Don't know. So I am standing ready. Stop acting I'm like there's ethnicity you know, attached. Kind of waiting to see. Uh, Corporations. Yeah, waiting to see what Tweedledee, Tweedledum, and Third Guy do. We got a ladder in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tweedledum. There we Hold go. Hold on, I'll take a look. <laughs> the guy says. Just then, there's boom, boom from the grenades. Holy shit! What was that? The door closes. Then. <laughs> Uh, should we go? Some boom. I'm still. These guys aren't real quick on the uptake. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'll come back over and I'll see if I can check in and see what they're doing. Maybe. You see, they're all okay. Which which window are you looking at? Uh, I'm going to attempt to look into the main room where they're. The, at. You see, right now they're all running around. They all have their weapons out and they're looking like this, just just panicked. As soon as he makes the comment about um, you know about they're not real, you know, I'm going to comment that. They just popped out the back door and then popped back in. 
Uh, I'm going to swing over, uh, kind of go along the side of the building, and I will kick in one of the windows to this smaller room here, and I will dump a pair of grenades into there. <laughs> and then I will skedaddle back over to great. you. We'll kill the doctor, and no one else No, there's can. no one in that room. There's we no one in that room, right? Yeah, you can't see anyone in there. Okay. Yes. okay. There doesn't look like any doctor-sized boxes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I okay. put him in the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed the only safe place. I think you're going to pretty big boom in this. Uh, no. <laughs> They're very small. We'll be careful oh, after okay. this. They are. Um, we promise. 1d4. <laughs> and then I'm going to continue making like some sort of spidery guy. And try and Okay, uh, give me a climbing roll. And see if and I can. Then you have to make an athletics roll to throw the grenades. Or okay. there's a roll no, for no, throwing no, grenades. Throw throwing weapon. Throwing weapon. Okay. Nick can do it. Yeah. I can do anything. Well, huh? <laughs> I, got a, I got a 12 on my It's a negative roll. 5 because you're doing two things at once. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, did you I, get I it? I made the climbing roll. Okay, now the throw the weapons. I just made the climbing roll. It's my throne weapon. Okay. And I definitely made the throne weapon roll. Okay. Yeah, superhuman nature and superhuman nature. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, going through, you're like, kick in as you go by, throw, throw. Which one's which? And Please you nature. are skittling over to that one and doing the I, same? No. I just want to see what the hell this is. So I'm trying to you can, okay, let's see. There's a closed door here. Okay. This is a bathroom. Mm-hmm. You want to see right. mine? Yeah. So I'm going to kind of try and get over Hold it. Hold on. Oh, He's in you got more? Okay, uh-huh. this guy was in here at the time the grenade went off. Oh, he was? Yes. I did not... Who is that guy? That's Just, VM. That's oh, VM. The dude. Oh, the poor guy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, just, I thought movie. it was empty. Well, he walked. He walks in after oh. he hears the crash. Okay. Oh, I got hit by a metal thing. Then the metal thing exploded. Roll that perception so. roll, you damned fool. <laughs> um, splattered. We might kill all these. He gets an avoid roll, I think, as long as it wasn't aimed at him. Well, hang on. It's a grenade. Uh, I don't Grenades know. Grenades have their own rules. They so do. Yep. Very special rules. And they're kind. We of might have accidentally killed them all. Yeah, we might have. No. But really, okay. which is that? Because I aim for a square, and it only deviates one square in a direction. Then it explodes for and one more And take two actions to use, one to arm it and one to attack. It is possible to throw an arm it in one action, being a negative five in the attack roll. And the grenade, if possible, continues one die four squares in a straight line after it has landed. Yeah, I didn't do that because I had a little time. Okay. All grenade damage may be avoided as normal, but separate avoid rolls must be made for each piece of shrapnel that hits. Yeah. Okay. When using the grenade, choose one target square. The line of sight may be traced through squares, block miniature, but not through walls and other obstructions, ob- obstructing objects. The attack will succeed as grenade lands and explodes in the intended square. The attack will is unsuccessful. Roll one die ten refer to the grenade chart to see where the grenade explodes. Um, okay, uh, I guess you roll... Everyone within shrapnel and line of sight of the detonation are subject to range shrapnel. Depending on the grenade, between one and one die ten pieces of shrapnel hits each victim, each piece inflicting the given damage. The weapon description lists under TA what dice are used to calculate shrapnel for each grenade. So what's the TA um, of your grenades? Probably one. Uh, I don't think I really... They were just regular grenades, hand grenades. And they're in this book? They are in that book. Most of what I saw for grenade launchers, I think it's one die four. Because I think it depends. I, I wrote down just a quantity of various grenades and I... Because the grenades out that you fire out of a gun are different. Like my little plasma boom is one die four. Weapons, okay. I think oh, they're they're not in the, they're in the black and white section. So another black and white section. No, it's before the weapons. Okay. Vehicles, food, 
possible. Doctor in the room. Explosives. There we go. I think grenades are in there. I've got demolition oh. kit, dynamite flares, mines. I added those up. Plastic explosives and smoke. <laughs> no regular grenades. No. Oh. Well, shit. We'll just use the ones uh, out of my gun then. I don't. I know regular grenade stats are in there. Uh, my grenades do. I guess it's the idea. They've got a TA of a die four. You know what? It's probably on some charts. Is it, actually what it, it is. Might, I thought it was under some rules, like when they give them. Um, grenades do a die six, usually. Or so. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Uh, I'm pretty. I thought at some point I came across the rules for actual hand grenades, as opposed to weapon-fired grenades. Well, they might not be in the weapon section. Might be in that random section. I unfortunately do not know. Dum da dum da dum. Dead air. Dead <laughs> I'm guessing air. indexes, uh, indices were not no indices. style. Okay, in the do, 90s. You, do you got stats no. for grenades? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then what's the shrapnel on them? Uh, the Die four. Die four? Yeah. And they do a die six damage. So roll me that uh, die four. Alright. For number of. Um, so that's. Um, it's two hits. Two hits. Now we roll on the. Um, he rolls two die 20 and see where he hits. Well, the GM can roll. Someone rolls. Did you just roll one die 20? Yeah. Well, he's, there's two attacks. Yeah. Alright then. Uh, let's see. First one hits. This is a. Um, Left arm and oh. left leg. Okay. That one wow. damage. Or die six Hopefully he's not a lefty. So he takes two and one. Two and one Does in his... That's for the first grenade? Now yeah. give me the second grenade. Is he wearing any armor? No. Okay. He takes two and one. Let's see, make sure we'll the die four again. Yep. Not too bad. It's not too bad. This one is three location. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me actually use this over because that's it better. Uh, he takes it in the left leg again. Okay. And the left leg again. <laughs> the leg's going to be gone. And the stomach. <laughs> okay. Leg takes three more. Okay. And four more. That's gone. And he takes one in the stomach. <laughs> okay. So as the grenades go off, poor VM is sitting there and suddenly lets out a blood-curdling scream as his leg is ripped from his body. Shrapnel hits his stomach and his arm, and he flops down to the ground, coughing and screaming. Alright, this is not working out. These guys are about the dumbest fucks I think we've ever gone up against. Even the... Uh, let's just knock the door down. Okay, then let's knock down the door down. And the door bursts out. open as two of them come running out the door, going, "Oh my God, let's get out of here!" Oh wait, I think they're doing something now. <laughs> we, we should probably like, stop them or something, eh? Oh, heck, uh, with, heck with that. Let's just go in. All right, and you guys, who's charging in the front door? Ah, uh, we are. Okay. Uh oh. Well, first. Uh, this first requires uh, kerosene busting the door in. I thought we were going to hit with a grenade. I love it when we kill an entire warehouse <laughs> full of criminals. Whilst he gets the map. Usually we shoot guns and no one gets hurt. I uh, was just trying we to. We maim people to death. 
That's how the system works. It seems to be. It's like, so, uh, you're alive. You have no limbs. Here, your crotch came clean off. Uh, but, but, you know, you're alive. Yeah. You're bleeding to death now. So, blow the door. Oh, okay. Shoot it. Plasma bolt to the door. Yeah, this is weird. Ooh. It's normal. Plasma? It's like He's hitting with <laughs> I have a plasma shooter. Ooh. The Imperials have this great technology that basically gives them... My grenade or fireballs. They use they use plasma-charged bullets. with the same. They give the same effect as a grenade. <laughs> and they don't use a grenade launcher skill. Well, I'm that glad of that now that I think about it. Means I can do this. Because, you know, in this skill system, uh, you have the... Do I need to roll to shoot the door? No. Oh, good. Let's back up so that the, you know, plasma gun, which basically works like a grenade, doesn't kill us all for being it's, silly. It's basically like for the people who aren't hardcore enough to have both the rifle, the automatic, and the grenade launcher skill. Yes. People who are not born and or trained to be superhuman need that kind of damage. <laughs> so it's a special gun for special people. Yes. Hey, I was going to take that gun until Shane took it, then I said to take something else. Egg needs the easy gun, the easy gun, shoot! <laughs> okay. It's brilliant in that obtuse, obtuse way. Yeah. So, so do I need to roll something for We all roll back? initiative. Who's behind the desk? Which is a die 10 plus your initiative modifier. Alright, cool. I don't know what your initiative modifier is. Uh, initiative modifier is on a chart, and you add together your coordination and your per. Yeah. Which we should have written down. We all do. Yes. Yeah, we do. I got a 10. I got a 12. It's a good day. <laughs> I got a... Is it somewhere on your character sheet? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's 12. No, I mean, like, what's its... IB. IB, initiative modifier. Bonus. 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 Of course, they have to be... Uh, what's their, what is their core plus per? Um... See. Is the useful chart here? No. No, I did not print it out because I was eight like... 8 and 12, 18. They have a plus 2. Because I was like, we're not going to need the character creation charts. Like I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm 99% sure it's plus 2 because I'm pretty sure it's just... And it's 1 die 10? Yep. yep. They don't have IB and they roll somewhere? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Do they have OB? Heck with that. And yeah, no heck OB that, only managed to punch someone. They got OB. Hey! They can make a punch someone. Um, they don't have IB um, in there? That's weird. They got actions around as well, but well, that's everyone has actions per yeah, round. You need them because you go because everyone does a flurry of activity on their their initiative. We're not yep. depending on how tactful they want to be. Yeah. It's kind of like a comic book or maybe a movie. You get to do a cool few things and then they focus on somebody else. Yeah, it is very cinematic and potentially deadly that way. Yeah. Okay, now what is your initiative, Al? Ten. Okay. I should say anchor. Mm-hmm. And scotch. Five. Okay. And uh, twelve. Kerosene. Okay. And egg. Twelve. Okay. And king. Fifteen. <laughs> Roll ten. Thanks to thanks Roll for showing us. Okay, king, you get to go first. My perception is gigantic, or my personality, uh, because oh, being, that's right. Your personality being witty personality. and charming means you. Go faster. The yeah. camera likes you more. Get over it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because you have all this experience, you're very charming. I think this makes us the fabulous four. Okay, King, <laughs> I'm going to 
get across the roof. I need a ruler. You like smashing fist through There is a tape measure on the table. <coughs> it was right here. Uh, that's four. Where are you going? Yeah. Meters. Uh, I can move six squares. Well, so I make it over there, and that's like everything. I'm trying to I see what know. is in this room here. Okay, how are you doing that? Going across the... There are windows on the side? That's... On what side? The side of the warehouse. Um, no. There's only windows on the main... Oh, on the front. Mm. That. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, then I'm going to come in through the bathroom. Okay. So, give me a... Is there an athletic skill? Yes. Yes. Give me an athletic skill to make sure you don't break a leg. As you, you make that agility. 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 So you managed to land safely inside. Good. You are in the bathroom. Okay. All right. And the next highest we have... Um, <coughs> 12. Okay, they're holding their actions because they don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, wow. They can't hold your actions. They'll last. Yeah, I know who's doing that. I know who's not. Yeah. All right, and the next highest action we have is the uh, 12s of egg and... Uh, All right. So egg blows the door. You know, egg blow already it. blew the door. Oh, oh. That's why we... Oh, okay. okay. So the door is blown. You see this one guy sitting at a desk with a little TV mm-hmm. who's got his gun out, and he just kind of looks startled. Well, he has a gun out, so I guess I shoot him. I don't want to get shot. Oh god, that's. Or I could just tell drop the gun. If he doesn't do it, then I'll shoot him. You two are going at the same time. Yeah. Um, do, do you drop it. Throw your shoe at him. I will take an action well, to move in. To your okay. Take an action to aim at him. And <laughs> actually, wait. I was here. Yeah. Let me take measure real quick. Well, I could sit right there. Do do do. Miniatures combat. Oh no, Sean's gonna do a Zerg rush. I move into the room and I punch him. So two the actions guy. to move to him. He's done. Okay. And then I'll punch him twice. You have four actions? I have five actions. I'm saving an action to avoid. You have five actions? Yeah. I am I am very likable. This makes me move like a ninja. <laughs> okay. I'm kicking him. Superhuman one, superhuman two. That's hit. I'm Danny DeVito. He, hey, I miss. That's a critical that's failure. Yes, I lose, a, I lose a die six actions, which means you're going to lose your action. I lose four, four actions. actions. So, but I still hit him with the first one. Well, he gets, he'll make his avoid roll. Oh. Okay. And he. Hold on, eleven. What's the avoid? He failed. He failed it. Hey, he could be good. N- I'm awesome and have a nine. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so hit him in the sixteen on a melee attack. The chest. Oh, good. So your boot, boot to the chest. He takes six. Six. Yes. Does your boot get stuck in his liver, and that causes <laughs> you to sprain your ankle? So you go with thwack, and there's a sickening crunch as this god oh, falls down on the ground. Okay, next action, uh, chain. What were you gonna do? 
I was going to yell to freeze, but then he kicked his chest in, so I'm just going to move into the room and cover <laughs> the door on the left. That's the door I'll choose. Left door. If anything moves through it, I'll shoot it, I guess. There's my one action. I'll save my other two for killing whatever's in front of me. If that's how that works. Okay, you see a person standing in the door. They have their gun out. Oh, here? Yep, and on that side, because oh, those doors are open. shit. Well, I've now only got two actions, so uh, I guess I will um, shoot that guy and use the other to avoid. I, seems to make the most sense. So, uh, yeah, I'll shoot him. Uh, what, you, that's a hit. I, I should... Yeah, functionally it is a hit. Because remember, you have to, you're supposed to aim before you shoot someone. You don't have to aim. No, no, no. but you start shooting really wildly if you don't aim. No, you hit don't. still? No, yeah, he's... You take he's, he's cl- I think he's close is he enough. Close he's enough? fine. But, but, but. Yeah, he's, he's about... He's, he's yep. about the minus one area, I think. Because aim gives you a bonus. That's why you aim. No, no, you aim to remove... Your first time you aim, you aim to remove penalties for shooting wildly. That, that would have been a minus one. Uh, you rolled but one. But a three... Yeah, so... Yeah. 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 All right. So, so try to roll avoid. Is it on here? Uh, if you roll really low? Be, yeah. You roll a six. The range table. He might have. He might. Actually, I'm sorry, a ninth. No. Oh, probably, probably not. not. You hit him. Roll your damage. Yes. All right. We'll roll hit locations. Yeah, well... Where'd my dice when he get? Oh. Two. Okay, so I hit him in the 13. That range. is his Missile. stomach. Okay. And I do... Six damage. Okay, so... Blam! Shoot the guy that goes... Falls over to the ground. He's only sleeping, most likely. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, actions left? I have one action left, which I guess I'm going to use to avoid. I could try and run out the door, but I don't know how fast that person is. They might just run in after me while they shoot. Can I turn around and shoot? Is that a move? Turning is not a move. Oh, well then... Yeah, wild shot number two. Yep. Let's hope oh, yeah, this keeps me alive. Five inches. Okay. Uh, and I got underneath my rifle, so I shot. Okay, making an avoid roll. Miss, no avoid. Okay. In the nine, which the nine is their right arm. That's a good place to shoot someone. <laughs> Usually. Uh, and uh, do six again. Okay. Um, and they grab the. Where are you using? How do you got that variant? I am using a plasma intruder. What does this grenade at them then? No, I'm not using the grenade function. It shoots bullets yeah. and has a plasma <laughs> launcher. <laughs> so you shoot them in the arm, they go as they drop their gun onto the ground, and you see the person that you just shot mm-hmm. is wearing a. They're a very fat guy, mm-hmm. and they're wearing an all-white suit. Like, oh, you shot Tony in the arm! Do you know who I am? I'm Fat Tony! He says. Well, half uh, your name's easy to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the next highest action, that was 12, would be Al at a 10. Oh, I get to do stuff. Anchor. Did you see these two guys come running out with like chickens, like chickens with their head cut off, holding their guns high up? And they continue running, I suppose. Well, they're they're kind of just like ah, in a panic. I mean, if you're gonna, ah, fuck it, I'll just go past them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's such a um... make sure you shut and lock the door. <laughs> Where's the tape measure? What do we do now? <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> eh, oh. that. There. All right. 
So I come in, mm-hmm. and as I come in, I shut and lock the door. Okay, that's um, an action. Okay, what do I see? Are you those see, two guys there? You see Roton Tonsky and a thug. Now what are they doing? Oh, just kinda they're just kind of—they got their guns out. They're looking like you know, they're all here. What the hell's going oh, on? Oh, Fuck it, I shoot him. I didn't know. <laughs> <they're laughs> <silly criminal masterminds. laughs> all right, I ain't asking questions. Uh, How many actions do you have left? Three. You have three actions total, or four? I have four actions okay. total. Oh, I use one. Moved. Moving's an action. Right, I moved. He moved, and then closing the door is another. That was his own action. Yes. They specifically do mention that. Closing the door counts as one move action. Yep. Yep. Actually, it might be one square of movement. Let me check real quick. I don't quick, know. Just it could sure. be either. Um, these rooms are a touch arcane. They're pretty good, but... They they're, they definitely show their roots in uh, the whole... Okay. They're both within them, the 6 though. to 8 range. That's a minus 1 on the uncontrolled. So far, I'm liking this better than Blue Point. Yeah, granted, nobody shot at us yet. No one shot at us but, yet. But that's but partially the key point is that we are also wearing armor, so we have a chance. Yes. Yes. of not exploding in defigence. Well, well, remember, right. it's also where do they? Okay, it's just an extra. It's a step. Oh, it is oh. just a step to open and close doors. Oh, oh. then yeah, you're not taking act. You take an action to move. What's your What's your step? How many steps can you take? I can take uh, four steps. Okay, so it's, you're fine. You're fine. So like three. close the door, yeah. six inches. Yeah. So yes, coming in, closing the door behind me. Uh, that was an six inches. Okay. Um, four steps. You're gonna take six an action aim, or you're gonna shoot a bow. Okay. I'm trying to decide if I should shoot him or if I should try and get him to drop the guns. Um, that's, that's up to you. It's yeah. each of our individual choices. No one's chosen to drop the gun yet. I will try to drop the gun. Drop the gun. I feel he- I feel badly about just randomly shooting people. If nothing else, you can hold your actions to avoid when they say no and shoot at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Drop the guns. Okay. <laughs> um, they decide to try to shoot you. <laughs> well, the one guy's got his action does. I guess avoid. I will avoid. Is that Tonsky? We're going to wait for them to hit or not hit. He nope. got a seven, so that's a hit. Now you try and avoid. That's a seven. Is that, um, is that yeah, a rest? Hopefully it avoids. How do I avoid? What's your, uh, avoid skill? What's your avoid skill? Uh, what what's, the, why do they not tell us about these skills that I don't have? It's on the sheet. It's on the sheet at the bottom. Okay, what is your defense bonus? You fail. Yes. See, that's something that Those I are important. See. Yeah, yes. it's right there. Yeah, you spent points of perception. <laughs> they got a four. No, I didn't. I just throw that in. in. You get shot in your right leg. Ow! Are you, you're wearing armor, right? Uh, I have a va- uh, one of the best things. You're not wearing the ballistic underwear. Yeah, it's actually I did buy that too. Oh, good. And roll a die ten while he's <laughs> rolling the damage. Roll a die ten. Oh, really low. Roll real low. That's no, low. nothing. Nothing. Okay. I know because they didn't. Your leg's gonna hurt. <laughs> you can look up what an, an aggressor does for damage. Is it a... Do they, oh, they don't say what kind of gun it is, do they? Um, I'm, I'm going to guess it's die six. I want possibly to, plus one. I'm going to guess that's probably... Uh, is that the aggressor, aggressor does a die six? No, it's an oh. fist bolt. So it's a die six. An aggressor six. does a die six. So you take six... Ah, my leg's gone. No, your legs shouldn't be gone. You're pretty tough. Your legs, your legs um, are, are stout limbs. Okay, I have an Unless you're wearing armor there. of some kind. Oh, no, 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 you're not even You're only to see if his armor did something. It did. Armor works silly. But your leg is not penalized yet. It's just really hurt. Yes. Though I think if you take a total number of damage equal to your total body points, you pass out from being, you know... And he takes another shot at you, which he gets hits with a three. Do you have another avoid? Um, yeah, I still have one more action. 
Wait. That's I have actions. There's just action. I don't want shit. He hits you in the 12, which is the... Not a happy place. Yeah, very not a happy What is the stomach? That is the stomach. That is the stomach. Did your armor cover your chest? Yes. Roll a die 12 now. Now you're trying to try to get that 3 now. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Five to your to your stomach. Woo. Stomach's pretty stout. What's your stomach? It's got like three layers. How much still. you got left? Um, two left. Oh, good. Two. You're not penalized yet. He <laughs> uses his final action. He gets to take all his actions right now. They get to take all. Technically, if you hold, you're supposed to do on last. He didn't hold. Oh, yeah. It just happened to be his next initiative. Yeah. No, dude. They go on eight. Yep, that's next on oh, initiative. Yeah. That's oh, okay. next initiative. That's the the three ringleaders mm-hmm. all roll fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they and because all nothing was happening, they're all like, "Well, we got to hold our actions. We don't know what's happening." So they all have to wait until the very end. Yeah. These guys all got eight, which is now in the initiative okay, yeah, order. So they get to take all. I think what Elvis did is that you don't get to hold your action if you if you do something and then don't do anything else. Those are avoid actions. Yeah, that's silly. If you choose at your initiative to go last. You can go and um, he automatically, because that was a critical hit. Oh, he automatically man. does maximum damage Ouch. to wherever he hits. Sweet. Which is 17. Um, chest, I believe. Which okay. is the chest. So Take six to the chest. Six to the chest. You're, you're, still, you're still two there. You, think you're, uh, and you, you do get an armor roll. Yes. You get an armor roll. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, make that thing. Like, this is that period where we're still experimenting with no. multiple actions. We <laughs> haven't figured out that it's not that good an idea yet. But it's okay. fun. It is. It's really um, fun. Yeah, horribly yeah, the inability, the, the, the lack of ability to hold actions is stupid. Well, well yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> it's that's really stupid. Yeah. We, we will discuss yeah. this afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll say it now on the record. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a record for it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, All right, so that was eight. <clears throat> and the... Uh, Person comes through and oh. takes a shot at Shane. Well, with their other two actions. I got no avoids, so this is gonna hurt. Miss. Hit. Okay. Critical hit. To the six. Which it's is your right leg. You take six damage to your right leg. Do you have any armor? Yes, but it don't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I am now at a negative one step slash action. Oh, and you lost an action. Yeah. So, slower and shittier now. And that's all their actions. And now we go to uh, five. Oh, that's me. Alright, Mike. Take him out. Are you gonna try something cool? What, what, what's this cool? Crap. Just I don't know, spray them with bullets. Because spraying them with bullets is an option. <laughs> it would be a very good option at this point. Okay, so what did you make? We've demonstrated your two actions. Other options are not Well, I have this because for some reason, if you decide to hold your other actions, you have to wait until the very end. Yeah. Well, you don't hold your action; they'll become a void action. Yep. It's if you want to wait, you have to act. You have to observe and mm. then act. <laughs> Which what all the Tonskis are doing, mm-hmm. or all the fat guys? Fat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kill them. <laughs> kill them. <laughs> I will spend an action to aim. Okay. Uh-huh. You and have then action to move. Yep. Okay, so that's two. Please move two four. More. 
I will rapid fire two bullets. Blam, blam. One of each of them. No. No. So he leaves with four. No, no, he has four. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Alright. So basically, I it's all one action, but I take two shots, each at a minus four. Two shots at each of them? No, no. One shot at each. Minus four to each, yep. Minus four to each. Okay. But that's the only penalty. Mm hmm. Uh, Hinch first. Seven. It's an 11. That's three under. That hits. Yep. And. Two. Also, that that hits. Hits. Do they have any avoid left? Um. <coughs> the fat Tony tries yep. an avoid. Gets a six, which. I think that. He might have done it. He um, managed to. Yeah. Uh, He's coordinated. He manages yeah. to roll his fat ass out of the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so. See, hit. On the hinge was in the head. Headshot. If they have armor, this would be the apropos plan. <laughs> Headshot? Okay, um. Unconscious laced. Head will be. <laughs> it explodes. Yep. Killing him. That knocks me out. <laughs> well, you're tough. <clears throat> yeah. La- and Get over last it. action. <laughs> One last attempt to hit. But did not be unconscious. Have a lick up. Though I believe I'm now at a minus one due to the... Oh, that, that hits. Yep. Any more voids? Nope. Oh. All right. That was in the arm. The right or the left? The right arm. The right arm. <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah! Ah! Will you quit shooting my arm? <laughs> so, quickly rolling into the room, coming up behind... Uh, <sighs> Eggers getting warded. Blah, blah, blah! Okay, and now we go to the tongues, the fat guys. All right, mm-hmm. guys. Good to take their action. <coughs> and probably kill him for a fat. Yeah. Oh no! Uh oh! Another one! God damn it! Uh, at least we know the room that's spawning fat guys probably has the doctor in it. We gotta destroy the archway that keeps fat guys from coming out. <laughs> oh no, better not be Thanks one of those. a shot at Al. I'm pretty sure there's no mm-hmm. servitor of blubber. Uh, that's <laughs> who takes a shot at Al? Rot- the um, fat guy, one of the guys. Oh, okay. Rot- misses with one shot, hits okay. with another. And misses with the third. Tonsky, Tony, and okay. Tetsuo. Okay. Do all their actions before? Other guy. No. There's two no. guys in the room. Yeah. The, uh, you just came in Rotan- and were like, yeah. R- you really want to have Tonsky has a gun. We've learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. Don't give people a chance to drop their guns. Because they choose not to drop their guns. Yeah. Creativity gets stifled. We're <laughs> done. Yeah. Yeah. It's the old days. So so the first they do one, not have social attacks. First shot hits at a six. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, let's go to Like, in many ways, Whee! this is a very proto savage world. Oh! <laughs> Roll your armor! Okay. You, you might get lucky. You haven't yet. Nope. No, no. <laughs> have one in that other leg. The you other not hit you in the 15. Ooh. That's the chest. Uh, that's yeah. probably the. Uh, yeah, not probably that's not happening. Just a one. Just a one. Roll your die 10. Nope. Okay. What is that? It's not a three. Okay. You don't yeah. win a life. I couldn't see what it was. I don't know. Armor kind of sucks. <laughs> it sucks. No, 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 no. It either sucks or is awesome. Because if you get, like, the corporate armor, some of that stuff, it's like, ah, I got a rating of eight. In? I rolled under eight. I think it was well, the uninjured leg. Like, I rolled a five. Okay. So I take three damage. So, the uninjured, another so meanwhile, the other awesome. Tonski takes a shot at, uh... <clears throat> I can hit either. Mike. Okay. Hits. And I'm out of the Shane. Yep. Hits. Takes another shot at Mike. 
Okay. First shot at Mike hits in the chest. So man, does two. Ooh. Wasting all my actions to get to this two bathroom. More, uh, Best decision ever. Hits him. For I will live. Hey, in no the shot at me. Stomach for six. Ooh, I got one. You only take five. Oh, I take five to the stomach. I'm only at a negative, not unconscious. <laughs> Final shot to Mike. Hits him in the. Oh man. Right arm. I'm only yeah, at right. a negative right two actions now. Oh, I one oh, action, but you know what I'm doing. Yeah, the blue just fucks up. Right? Mm-hmm. Does three. Three <laughs> to the two, which arm? Right arm. Right arm. <laughs> and they're all done. They've, take, they've taken all their actions. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and next round? Yep. Next round. Okay. Uh, do we? Does it reset or do we roll? I'm pretty sure we roll all the initiative again. Because they need to. I have a sixteen. I have a um, 9 plus I 3, 12. 12. Please tell me I'm going before these fuckers. <laughs> or before Sean runs in the room and kicks him in the face. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Now I can't okay, shoot now, him. What'd you get, Anchor? 12. And uh, Scotch? 8. And uh, King? Or um, Kerosene? Uh, 16. And Egg? 12. And King? 14. So, Kerosene, you get to go first. Run in the room, kick him in the face. <laughs> it's kind of a distance. No, no, totally. Do a Layfield double-leg aerial kick. <laughs> 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 uh, What's this? That is a filing cabinet. Bash your head into it. <laughs> is there a room to move through this? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just because uh, we, we invaded the warehouse that is Dolly-inspired. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Shut up about my just random. So two accident. movements. That's what my dad's business looked like before he ran into the ground. Sorry, James. I don't know. No, I'm just saying. You can shoot so that guy. Can, whatever. Anyhow, go uh, I will kick the fat guy. Okay. Which which fat guy? Oh, the both fat. Yes. Both fat. The one that does the one that has both arms. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the one that's not. Bleeding. I succeed. He will make his avoid roll. And not make it. Ten on a melee attack is right arm. Right arm. Ooh, that's right. Well, I have to let dropping his gun. You don't know what hand he was. Five. Using. Okay, you hit him in the arm. He's like, ah, but he's still holding onto his gun. I'll kick him again. <laughs> <laughs> and you fail. Go for some actions. Like whatever. One I lose my last action again. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, Sean. <laughs> Next highest action is uh, the fourteen with King kerosene with his All right. action getting in the way. Now please come out of the Should bathroom. Should be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he's probably at a penalty for shooting with that gun. And you walk us no reason not just walk a step back through the door. Oh, the action? In the room, in the room, face. you see the doctor Idiot. tied to a chair, oh. and uh, oh, and uh, nephrites of Algorit now. No. Okay, yeah. the door is open. Nice. Yes. What's <laughs> <laughs> his distance? Light him up, man. I mean, what's the distance? <laughs> um, the distance between you and the, the a little more than eight. So Actually, uh, is, it, is that eight? No, okay, yeah, it's not. They're a little further than eight, so it's a minus I, two. I squidge. I can probably get myself within minus one. Okay. How, is it? What is it? Eight is the penalty for one. Yeah, eight is, eight is six the to last, eight is minus is one. Is the last minus okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. Fat Tonsky. Is that Tonsky? That one's Tetsuo. Tonsky. Oh, Tetsuo. No, no, Tony, Tony, uh, Tony and Tetsuo. Tony and Tetsuo are there. Tonsky's okay. in the room. Though you can't like. really see one of them. No, I can see Tetsuo though. Yeah. Tetsuo's yeah. getting his ass shot. <laughs> his fat, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, the one that you can see is uh, Tony. Oh, can I see? And he's the one missing his arm. Uh, well, both of them aren't happy with their arm. I'm sorry. I thought Fat I... Tony's the one that's been shot twice in the arm. Oh, okay. Who's the juggernaut one? Because he was the one to come in later. Um, Wait, no, I'm no, sorry. No, yeah, you're getting yeah. 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 You guys got it. So okay, you can okay. see uh, Tetsuo, yeah, I'm who's the juggernaut. I'm shooting Tetsuo. Yes. Whose arm's only seriously injured. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. He's uh, only hurt. My fully automatic weapon. Fully operational. In case the uh, audience can figure out, we use hero clips for our miniatures. Yeah. That's why you hear Kingpin, Juggernaut, Deadpool, etc. Yes. Uh, I shot him. Okay. But the normal hero clips are for like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, try to make an avoid roll. Hold on. Okay. Um, got a two. He makes it. It's okay. Wow. Yeah. More bullets coming. <laughs> <laughs> I shot him again. Hold on, you're going automatic fire? I'm doing automatic fire. Automatic fire a lot of bullets. means he might have to only dodge one. Yeah. Not, but he's spending much. multiple actions shooting. Separate avoid rolls must be made for each successful yeah. attack roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah. For full automatic. So I, right. He gets hit by the second one. Okay. Unless he tries to avoid. Got a six. I think that. Yeah, that's I enough. think we counted that yeah. last yeah. time. Yep. yep. And then the last one. He's got no more actions, though. The, the third one, oh, I, hit him, still I hit him again for the third one. Okay. And now he fails, and he's completely out of actions. All four taken, trying to avoid. Oh, good. <laughs> That's going to make everything well, easier. Then. Okay. Uh, he gets hit. Though I realize why the personality makes a good thing for actions, because it means important NPCs generally have high personality. I mean, they get a lot of actions. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so he gets hit in the stomach. Okay. Uh, yeah, that does kind of make sense. That is kind of interesting. For eight damage... Um, okay, he goes oh, and sinks to his knees. Nope, oh, let's see. Right. It was one, two. Poor Al. Yeah, well, he went on alone. Three. Well, so did he. Well, yes. Yeah, but, you know, poor Al and. Poor Anchor, and Anchor was expecting backup and didn't get it. <laughs> you know? I didn't know how to get to that room. I don't have the ability to sprint. Long distances. Uh, even if I did. No, actually, no, I'm sorry. I was going to, but then the, the, this guy shot at them a lot. And then he's, I knew where they were. I could okay. get to that door and uh, then get shot to pieces. Yeah, I, I shoot Fat Tony <laughs> with my last action. <laughs> okay. Uh, Not the no. arm again. I got him. Okay. <laughs> so don't get the arm, please. Does he avoid? No, no he doesn't yeah. have any. Uh, oh. Oh. oh, wait, yeah, Fat Tony tries to avoid. Okay. He gets a 20 and fails, by the way. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you, so you, you, you hit him for maximum damage wherever you hit him. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll go, go where I hit him. Because yeah. if so not, okay. it's for maximum damage again. So I got a, a nice... What the fuck is that dice? All my dad 20s have reneged on me. Uh, he gets hit in the <laughs> right leg. That's six or seven. For eight damage. Eight. Okay, so... Fire his arm, it's like... <laughs> my leg! Ah. He might be unconscious. <laughs> Because he's taking a lot. Uh, this game's kind of great. You don't really kill people. You and shoot you get them to pieces. Again for max damage. <laughs> okay. Because I rolled a one. The pirates were all sleeping in the chest. And he dies. <laughs> well, 
Or he's he's got so much blood loss, you're like blam 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 blam. He's okay. done. He gets hit with more bullets. Yes. Okay, yep. the next okay. we have is egg on twelve. All right, and and also uh, anchor on twelve. Take it away. <laughs> well, if you were able to go medic, I might try and find you. <laughs> but okay, um, Pull through that door. <laughs> go that way. How much? How many steps can you move? Uh, for an I action. I thought one of your legs was... No, one of his legs is injured. Oh, that's right. I do have injuries. I have, like... So you move to one negative up. one Three action. and you lose an action. I think I actually have negative two actions because of my stomach shot. So, I have, like, one action. Okay. Does Which means I'm sitting still. <laughs> Waiting for the end of the round where I'll need that one avoid to not die when somebody jumps through a door. All right. Okay. <laughs> What are you doing? Meanwhile, I'm going to try and kill everything that's standing in my line of vision. You're using a shotgun, right? Yes. Make sure you move into range to use it. Get close and kill them if you have enough actions Injuries? Not great. great. I've got four actions. Um, How many of them are within one of your max? Only one of them. That's That's my chest. Okay, you you lose one action. So you have... Okay, you can move at your full, but you have Mm -hmm. only... Uh, three. Wait. Yeah. Where are the action amounts? I've got. He has three four. Actions. He has three and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, and uh, then range is actually really good on what this kind of, shotgun. What kind yeah. of? Uh, it's the S A S T seventy two thousand one thing. Yes. Forty sixty on the range. Uh, what function does it have? What's the F U N C? S. Uh, go in and uh, fire a three round burst. Because you have a semi-automatic shotgun. Yeah, yeah you can fire three down burst each. Then it's only one action each. Well, well okay. Um, and in fact, what's your capacity? I think if you get them in a line, you hit them both. Oh, six. So yeah. yeah. No, okay. okay. Shotguns have um, spread in this. How do I do that? Well, why don't we look what? up? They have to look up the shotgun rules. <laughs> so the fully automatic rules are... You, you make want your me to move shotguns. Shotgun attacks remains normal, but damage is hit location or rolled twice. Oh, Another difference is avoiding. Successful avoid roll won't fend off all the small fragments inside a shotgun cartridge. It only halves the damage. What? Slugs can be avoided completely with, with a single avoid roll. Okay. So you're cool. Just shoot them both. Okay. Yeah. Do I have to move? Or am I... Uh, you're within range, I believe. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. It'll be yeah, a minus yeah, one, minus but... one, but... Meh. Whatever. Kill him. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting... You waste three bullets. How's that? Your yeah. shotguns. Um, your rifle. So twelve. It's a ten. So you, you missed miss. the first one. Yeah. yeah. Yay! That hits though. I win. Right, right, now make a hold on. Remember you you. Uh, okay, yeah, you get hit twice. One of them gets hit twice. Yes. Then. And but you, you also make a. It, it, are you strong enough to wield your shotgun with the strength requirement? Why you um, because that determines whether you use light automatics or heavy automatics to make your second attack roll when you fire a burst. He doesn't make a second attack roll. He can't make a burst. Yeah, yes, he can because a shotgun's not, semi-automatic. That's a burst. Yes. Firing three burst. I don't think unless you don't want to fire the burst. Um. Well, yeah. If you want to conserve your ammo. Well, because I don't have I semi-automatic think as for a single shot. Semi-automatic. No, 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 semi-automatics can't do burst. The M is for single. Yeah, because that's manual. Can they? No, I, th- I, I thought semi-automatic. You can do the fire burst. Single seems to make. Where you can be like, I shoot two at a minus well, two penalty, the, four penalty. You know, He's a shotgun. And the shotgun has its own special rule where yeah. it, it hits. Which I have twice, on my so I doubt if you did a burst with it. For doing it, hits someone. No, they or did I? They have fully automatic shotguns. They fully make rocket launchers. Okay. Uh, I guess if you want to take a burst, but if he doesn't have the automatic skill, uh, you then go to the automatic skill, which I don't have the automatic skill. So you can't do it anyway. So don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You got another action. You got your third action. You can take shooting the other guy twice. You should roll. You should roll your. You know, I shot him. 
Yeah. The first guy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's the shadow guy. And so I, I shot him. Avoid. Okay. Right. So now what am I doing? Roll hit location twice. Okay. Um, eight is uh, a lift arm. Left arm. Okay. And next is two. Uh, left, left leg. leg. Left leg. All right. Okay. Which one are you shooting? Uh, the fat guy or the skinny guy? I'm shooting the one what's closer to me. The fat guy. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's hope he's left. What the hell is damage on this thing? Probably a die six. Coincidentally, it was a die six. Um, so two. Two is... And then five was leg. Okay. All right. Two. Ah! Oh! He says this. he's bleeding, but he's still... Hopefully it costs him an action. <laughs> okay. Next on the getting shot parade Probably is not. more of him. Okay. okay. Getting him again? Why not? All right. Um, That's, that, 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 is that works. Um, so now I roll the hit thingy. 13. That should hit something. You I think it's got stomach. That's stomach. And seven is less useful. Left arm. Okay. Again. Same arm hit again, so. Oh, good. Um, four to the stomach. And one to the... Oh, my unimportant arm. So <laughs> you shoot his arm again. You shoot him in the stomach, and he's just kind of like ah, and bleeding all over the place right now. Okay, right. so because I haven't moved yet, I lost yeah, an action that because was of wounded. Yep. 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 That was shot all one and missed, all of it. and then two that hit. So right because I missed the first. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. You know the left arm is the absolute worst place to shoot a generic person. Yeah. Because you can blow it off, and that looks really like kill you. <laughs> okay. Now the next highest action. Is the eight, which is uh, Scotch. Him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, go save someone? Yeah. Try. Let's see. Hope you're quick. Movement squares is four. Can you pick up the pace in this game? Nope. You can charge. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can charge. How's that wake? I didn't read it, but I remember seeing it. Charging takes one action and allows you to move one or two squares and then make an attack as usual. You can now hear where Alex. Okay. Uh,. My boat. My gun screams help. What is, oh, you just you can kind of move as part of your attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, it's for running in to range or moving up and go. Okay, and punch into someone. That's four. Should, That's I, one I move. Generally should. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Not that it ever matters. So Another you know, four. I'm into this room. Okay. okay. That dude there. He's, he's dead. He's bleeding out. Yeah. All right. Oh, this room. He only lost a leg. That'll still kill you. Okay, you got an action left. I have one action left. Use something awesome. There's one guy bleeding and one guy. I guess I'll. I'll, They're they're close enough to me that it's not the minus one, so I guess I'll do it again. One shot at each. It's a minus four. Where did that twenty I was using go? There's one. All right. Don't you have a big bang like a fully automatic rocket launcher? I, no one took the Gatling rocket launcher. <laughs> I'm glad. I, pull, I, I, I unzip my pants and there's a flamethrower down there? What? I, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Tony first, minus... Or, sorry. Tonsky first, minus four. Automatic oh, oh, critical oh, max oh, damage. All oh, right. Oh, that's nice. Hit him somewhere to nice. The, um, that leg, man. Six to leg. the right leg. <laughs> 
Hey, but he okay. loses another. He loses he so loses action. action so you're like, blab. He's like, ah! And so he gets shot in both legs and his left arm. And, and the stomach. And the stooge. Automatic <laughs> <laughs> hit. Roll a 20 yeah. max damage. That'd be funny, but no, no. That's, just the, that's the leg. Left. No, left no, that's arm. the arm. That's oh, the left arm. arm. Oh, the useless arm. So, how much damage? Uh, six, six. Six. It's gone. Bang, bang. Most so just over the desk, pa- past the poor guy drowning in his blood, around the corner, bam, bam. Two very well placed, poorly placed shots. If only my brother hadn't destroyed the other gun I used to carry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if they waste shots on you, you guys might get them next round. Hey, they probably, the guy who got shot in the legs probably lost actions. <laughs> probably, okay, on um, action. They return fire poorly. Oh, aren't <laughs> you lucky? And Wait, we I'm dodging. Back to the I top of the me, order, right. and everyone roll roll initiative. Did you go, Sean? Yeah! Yeah, he came in and kicked at that guy. It didn't work out very well. I'm rolling on a 12 yet again. Oh, 12. That one or that better. And 14. We like our 12s, don't we? I've just been rolling pretty decent. <laughs> Getting those 9s. Okay, who got 12? I did. I did. I did. So, Scotch is 12. Anchor's a 12. Egg is 12. Anchor's, Anchor's a 12. And who got higher? I have a 14. 14 and... 17. 17. 17. King, what are you doing? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the things wanting us. Attempt to hand me the tape measure. Oh, 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 oh. Also minus an action, I believe. <laughs> a, yeah, I lost two actions. What does that mean? This is the most awesome yet horrible episode ever. You can't shoot through any. No, I can't. But can I move through it? Yeah, you can move through it. You move to you move six inches. Once again, superhumans. A square is one and a half meters. What? What? A square is one and a half. I think we've all been using uh, a square as an inch. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be leaping around the board. (laughs) Never mind. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that we were doing one thing. Okay. Uh, Because otherwise, I'd be like, well, we can move slow. One. I can move nine inches in action. (laughs) (laughs) You still probably make it in the third but Three. I think I've got. Do you have five actions? I wouldn't no. be surprised. Oh. No, I think I'm the only one without any actions. Yeah. He's the only one that, that, that is that awesome. You can mercy kill him now. Oh, that um, guy? You, see, you can't teach someone to be faster. You can I, teach them to never miss. I'm going to charge. Wait, that's that's me. That's you can't charge me. You can charge past I can charge you. through you. You have to make. You may move only one square and you must have your CS. Oh, you move only one square to charge? And, and you suck. The missile oh. attack, you may move only one square, and you must have your CS. If you make a melee attack, you may move one or two steps. Oh, I thought a charge was your full movement attack. Yeah. No, no. It's, just, it's a little bit more. Oh. It's that way uh, so that the you can finish your movement attack. Okay, well, I'll just move in there. there. Okay. I'll make myself a target. The Yay. next action is 14, which is kerosene. Yep. Well, if he's going to move like the Flash, show him up. But better. I don't you. know. Wait, those guys are down, right? Okay, yeah, not everybody yeah. in front of the game board. I can't see. Sorry. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, oh, the cavalry is coming in. Back down. Back down. Five. <laughs> I hope all those other people don't show up. Ten. Someone have you to totally are moving, moving more, more than you're supposed up. to. I move five. No, but you didn't do the five right. there. Okay. From here. Five. 
No, you, that goes you're cutting corners, dude. You're going through the wall. I'm going. It's going to be five just to get oh, out the door. Yeah. There, there is out the door. You're in the door, basically there. No, yeah. I'm right there. And you have to move over the table. Yeah. I thought there was an well, area you could go through there. Yeah, but you've got to go around that means. Whoa. So like three you... and two. Okay. And five. Yeah. That five takes you to the door. Five and charge. Okay. <laughs> and that is your last action. Um, no, the charge is not my last action. I have one more action after that. If it took him it took me three four rounds minutes. to just I yeah, move there. faster than he does. He and, he has more, and, and he has yeah. more actions. That's and, he has and I have more actions. It, yeah. But I nature and nurture. Yes. Yeah. He will succeed on any skill roll. His stats are on And I managed to succeed. Does he have an avoid? Um, no. Okay. Eleven for a melee yep. is right arm. Hey, the arm that counts. My death port is. Yeah, just roll it up. Takes five. Don't use a gun. I have a gun. <laughs> I kick as hard as my gun. <laughs> really, you're a little more truck Norris than Vin Diesel. Goes <laughs> <laughs> around roundhousing everybody. So he takes five to his right arm, and because people are bitching, I'll shoot the other guy. <laughs> well, thank you. I hit. I thought you only had one action left. I charged as my oh, fourth action. Yeah. Okay. And I shoot him in... Shoot him the in chest. the chest. Take seven to the chest. That's, that's Okay, it. they're both you, down. <laughs> Everyone is now dead in the warehouse, or dying, except for all of you. And the scientist. And the doctor. And the scientist. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know that. So, I'll start making medicine rolls for the we're all injuredness. Well, wait, you're not, are you? You're not, are you? Of course, the Uber mentioned aren't hurt. We didn't get shot that. Okay, so I'm a little bit like creative here. It's funny how he's always having to patch himself. Don't worry about that. So, all of you make your way over towards Doctor Jack Daniels, who's been tied to a chair. Oh wait, and do you? Who are you? You say as you help him up, and he looks quite scared. We're the Doom Team. <laughs> what? Your daughter hired us. Oh, you have a redheaded daughter, right? Yes, that's my daughter, okay. Callie. Just making sure. It's been. It seems like everybody in the uh, solar system wants you. Yes, I. I have to get to my real contact safely. Who's your real contact? I'm working for the Brotherhood of Light. The- not Cybertronic? No, well, I was supposed to defect to Cybertronic to try and expose some of Let's their illegal research. Out, there are a lot of people. Let's get out of here where you can tell us on the ride. Yep. So as you make your way out the front door, suddenly a black SWAT van with a, with a black helicopter comes <laughs> roaring on, overhead, and you hear, This is Agents Johnson & Johnson! Stop where you are. And then suddenly, around the corner, a car comes screaming around that looks like an old beat-up with several others, and you see Uncle Bob (laughs) at the driver's seat with the kid in the back, and the girl starting to climb up onto the roof with a gun. Right. Over the the young girl, the the older woman, the mother is next to Uncle Bob. Yes. Then suddenly, the sewers burst open, and you see these necro-mutant 
and undead start pouring out with Mr. Waitley leading the head of them. I was hoping he was legit. Oh, well, at least we know who the bad guys are. <laughs> and then suddenly, on the roof, as a white helicopter comes out, Inquisitor Kane with a contingent of Inquisitors with him says, hold it right there. And it says, to be continued. <laughs> oh. well. And you know, at this rate, the uh, Doom Troopers' uh, patrol cars can't be that far behind. <laughs> we gotta leave soon. <laughs> and that's and the ninjas sit there shooting. This is 20 Weeks of Hell, Week 3, Discussion Session of Mutant Chronicles by Target Games. Twenty Weeks of Hell, playing and reviewing forgotten, forsaken, and unplayed games from our collection. The good, the bad, and the ugly, playing games so you don't have to. Welcome to 20 Weeks of Hell, where we are testing various different games that we've neglected over the years. You'll hear our soundbite and know what we're all about by this point, hopefully. And we just got done playing Mutant Chronicles by Target Games. Second edition. This week we have a special guest reviewer, our good friend Al, who is with us. Um, who's going to be redundant and introduce himself again. But going around, I'm Dave the GM. I'm Al. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Shane. And I'm Nick. And now it's time to talk about Mutant Chronicles. Now, first off, I would like to say I really enjoyed the setting of this game. And I really had fun coming up with the story and concept of this. As, as much as the cliches, and if you hear the session, you will see some obvious, <coughs> horrible cliches I brought into this game. I'll admit, there was a whole lot of tongue-in-cheek going on, but it... Um, but the setting didn't feel any uh, disrespected out of it. Yeah. I guess my little question, so Johnson & Johnson, were you going for Die Hard FBI, or were you going for Men and... Uh, I was going for Die Hard FBI. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, basically, Mutant Chronicles is like Shadowrun on steroids. It's more of if... If in the middle of a Warhammer 40k battle, some Shadowrunners showed up and asked to join the party. It's not as hopeless <laughs> as Warhammer 40k. I mean, you, basically, the idea of nations has disappeared, and it's corporations, and Earth is this wasteland nobody lives on, and uh, the moon, Mars, Venus, Mercury, they've all been terraformed and turned into real-life places, and it's been so long that people have been living on these planets that Earth is ancient and nobody knows what it was like to live there. And the big five megacorporations are basically America, the Germanic places, the United Kingdom, Asia. Yeah. But let's not dwell on this. And, well, I'm just saying, real quick. Yeah. And the idea is also there's this Brotherhood of Light, which fights against this evil thing called the Dark Symmetry, which was found out on the 10th planet Nero, where which is evil demons, yada, yada, yada. It, you kind of can have a lot of different stuff you can do here. It's kind of interesting because computers are outlawed, so there's not, uh, well, not totally, but there's no real internet, there's no AIs, because those are all outlawed because they're easily corruptible by this dark symmetry thing. So it's kind of got like this, almost like 1980s-style technology for the most part. Yeah, it's really kind of interesting. I mean, it's mostly like conventional guns, 
but the conventional guns can be taken about as far as they can get, so almost everything is capable of spraying bullets everywhere. Yes. The fully automatic rocket launchers. Well, okay, we didn't demonstrate any of them in play, as um, we weren't on the front lines and probably would have killed ourselves, but... Yeah. But the system in the world definitely gives you a lot of things you can do. You can do the Shadow Runner. We are freelancers doing our own thing. You can do the uh, a little bit more easily, a lot more easier than Shadowrun actually doing the. We are corporates working for the you know you can Imperial work. conquistadors and conquering things, or you can be part of the Brotherhood and the cartel fighting dark symmetry. Yeah, you can be the cartel, which is the UN, and fighting the forces of the dark symmetry or the Brotherhood of Light. There is magic in the game, but we didn't really get into that too much. Yep. There's a lot of freedom to do what you like, and the setting is nicely detailed. The main rule book. Is a throwback to the good '90s and the good '90s style because you get a lot of good flavor with crunch. It's a little confusing sometimes. It's the '90s, so there's no index, and the table of contents is hidden in like page 40 or 50. Yeah, <laughs> the lack of index and hard to find table of contents that's not very detailed is the biggest flaw of the book. But it has beautiful artwork. And it really sets the tone, and you get an idea of what you're supposed to do in this game. And Unlike a lot of games and a lot of games of this style, uh, this game tries to make your characters be the cool cinematic heroes, and I like that because the game tries to reiterate it's yes, it's this dystopia, but at the same time, your characters are supposed to be cool. They're supposed to be a little larger than life, and they're supposed to have awesome adventures and stuff. So do we want to maybe start with character creation then, which... All right, well, let's talk about the game alone. No, no, I think that character creation in Mutant Chronicles is both the probably the most awesome and the most horrible generation system that I've yet encountered. But it's the best minigame I've found in an RPG. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Basically, what it is, is you have to choose where you start in this archetypes, and then you have a life path. Yeah. Which you have very limited control over. Yeah, I mean, it's not quite as... Well, hold on. We don't mean limited control by choice. We mean limited control over by you make random rolls and stuff happens to your character. Yeah. Yes, ranging from our uh, time capsule super soldier who um, got ten years of training that didn't count towards aging him, mm. our... Genius who was oppressed by the man and wasn't able to get into school, so became a security guard. Tears. The criminal commando movie star exper- war experiment. The boy prodigy soldier who got bonitis, got kicked out of the army, and then... Spent several years unemployed. Spent <laughs> yes, a good, good tenure as a bum. And, and I would note that he found that he had a very big immunity to disease just before he developed the brittle bone problem. <laughs> yes. And then to our prodigy reporter who went to various academies and uh, also was experimented on by the military... Uh, was there anything else that was kind of bizarre that happened to your character? I, I looked like a movie star. Um, oh, that's right. He, he had a movie star's face. Yeah, that's, I, I, I kind of won. Not quite like our no, super Nick soldier. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I've never I, seen someone win character creation, but Nick <laughs> won character creation. He did. He started off with the resources of ten, which meant he had millions of crowns. Millions, plural. Yeah. Every skill pretty much as high as he could have it. 
and some fairly good attributes. Yeah, I, I did not rank as quite as high as Sean's character in the attributes department. Well, you didn't go to prison. I didn't go to prison. <laughs> Going to prison makes prison you prison makes you, know. you scary. Though I think that if I had, I think that if I would have scored the uh, the uh, commando training, I think that I might have been right up, pretty close, more closer to you in the attributes department. Uh, but yeah, basically the way character creation works is you pick a general sort of archetype, and that gives you sort of a general idea of where you're coming from. Um, there's a couple different sort of outside-the-law freelancer types. There's a straight-up uh, freelancer slash troubleshooter. They basically have three versions of everything. Yeah, each there's uh, like a mob boss, and uh, I don't remember what the third one for the freelancer is. Uh, basically hunts down the dark stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes so, so that for all the corporations, and each of the, the corporations church. have one in there, and if you can get your hands on the uh, corporate <coughs> flat books, they expand and errata in a couple of places a lot of the way things work and sort yeah. of give it a bit more flavor. So for the record, we didn't use anything but the main book for our play. Yeah. Uh, there were no magical claymores or martial arts involved. Yes. Mm-hmm. No like tats was possible death rolls. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that's, that's just the heretics. Oh, Only okay. playing evil people can you accidentally mutate into sludge. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, it's good to know where that was. So, anyways, the problem um, is, well, Sean and Nick ended with characters that we kind of wondered why they would go adventuring in the first place. Since they're both wealthy people who had no chance of losing their jobs. And, and if anyone ever ticked them off, they could just kick them apart. Pretty much. <laughs> for most of the game, I didn't bother shooting my gun because my kick did as much damage. <laughs> yeah, and he really didn't have to worry about... Well, I guess he... He had enough actions yeah, to get where he needed to there. go. It's like, so, I see it. you see a man with a gun. What do you do? I charge at him and I kick him in half. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, it worked. Yeah. No. <laughs> because, uh, when you're up, you do feel incredibly badass in this. So oh, when yeah. you, you pick out your archetype, and that gives you sort of a basic thing, and it gives you, everybody gets a special thing that they do. Uh, the freelancers in our group got a bonus where every time they repeated something, uh, a career option in the life path, they gained a contact. Um, Al's character got some extra funds at the beginning. Um, Mike's character, what did you end up getting? Uh, something with criminals. Uh, I ended up getting <laughs> something which I think later on they ratted out, um, which basically gave me a, a free ranking in every skill in the entire game. <laughs> which pretty good. was for both, which basically set the tone for the rest of my character creation. Um, <laughs> but uh, after that, you go through and you get a couple of years of couple skills and you advance through adolescence in which yeah. a variety of things can happen to you, like going to prison. Which is awesome. Which is <laughs> awesome. Better than any school. It, it will age you, potentially, but I mean, you go through, you know, you can get free schooling, you can get into academies, you can get secure jobs, etc., etc. Uh, you pop out of that at age 16, barring any prison time that adds on to that. Or and business then, school. Or, or schooling, uh, which sets you off at a head start anyway. Um, and then you get to enter into the uh, life path proper. Now, there aren't any hard and fast rules for how many times you should do this. Basically, it's a repetition through this flow of events, uh, and each of them adds two years onto your character's life. Yes. And they have a very gradiated aging scale, because once you hit 27, 27, 27, you start taking aging penalties. Yeah. And nobody wants to hire you or yeah. let you do anything. So you could, well, yeah, and also once you're in the life path, once you're at 25, a lot of careers just suddenly become unavailable because no one's going to hire anyone that's, you know, 
12 rounds. Yeah, because you're not, you're, you're old, there's no, you know, coming, you've got to start another ground floor. Um, Decent representation of, li- you know, lifespans are shorter in this dark future. Yeah, okay. um, but so we decided that our general guidelines were going to be uh, we had to go through at least four revolutions through the life path, um, and we, after that, we were shooting for late 20s, early 30s. Um, because the way the life paths work is one of the options is, um, or the two options rather, where you get you get to go adventuring, quote unquote, uh, as a freelancer is you either completely fail out and you lose all your money, and then you are forced to go out on your path yes. adventuring, or you can just be like, ah, I'm done and quit, and then go. Now, we know we've now yeah, it's fairly detailed to talk about the life path system. Let's actually talk about the system proper now. Um, for the skills, it seems fairly straightforward. Roll a die 20, roll under your skill. That's standard difficulty. If it's hard, you get a negative 5 penalty. Yep. If it's super, oh my god, hard, it's negative 10. 10, and it goes up to negative 15 yep. for superhuman tasks and the like. Um, one thing that struck me as kind of odd is that perception is a specialty skill. Yes. Mm-hmm. That you means you get it as a derived statistic? You get a derived statistic called your perception bonus, which is low. Like, I think the highest any of us had was like a 5 or a 6. I have actually a 9. I had a 9 as well. Okay, so skill is that there. the skill or the bonus? That was the total. I had total. a 5 bonus plus. So, like I said, the highest anyone got is the bonus. And then you can spit, spin skill picks to get... Not quite as much as you get in other skills towards it. So the highest in the group we had was the nines on a die 20 to notice things. So one of the more obtuse things about the game is that people don't notice things in the world around them. Yeah. <laughs> now, as for the combat system itself, the best way I can describe it is uh, it's Savage World's daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot like Savage Worlds, just a little clunkier a little slower, but at the same time I was surprised by how quickly combat kind of ran. It's a very good combat system that's very gritty Mm -hmm. for the 90s. Some of the problems with it were you roll initiative, and on your action you have so many actions you can take. It's a derived statistic, and generally everyone has between 3, which is low, to 5. 5 is really high. 5, which is really high. And you can move, you can shoot... Uh, you can do all kinds of different types of shooting. There's a lot. So you can aim. Yes. But and you generally expect to aim. But the thing is, you when it's your turn, you have to take all of your actions there. If you don't, the rest of your actions become what are called avoid actions, which you use to dodge, which is very important. Also, you can't hold your action if it comes to your action. But this you... is that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but if you. If you only you have five actions and you only take one, those other four actions become avoid actions. And if the initiative goes and you don't avoid anything, they're completely wasted. Now, if you want, you can do what's called holding your action. Now, unlike other systems, which will allow you to interrupt other people if you're holding your actions, if you decide to hold in this system, you have to wait until everyone else has gone. Then you get to take all of your actions at once, like usual. Now, the advantage to this, though, is, of course, you still get to use avoid those actions to avoid. So it meant that when Al ran into the the room and told two guys to drop the weapon and didn't shoot them, they instead turned around and shot him because he couldn't shoot them when they would go to fire, even though he beat them on initiative. So it, it resulted in him almost dying. Now, I personally, if I was running this, I would make a ho- I would house rule that. But as we are testing these games the way they are, 
Uh, I just kind of had to let the die roll where they were, and he got penalized for being creative, which is kind of a sad thing. But beyond that minor little house rule thing there... Uh, the system's not that bad. You have you have hit locations, so it's really nice and gritty. It's, it's and fortunately all the hit location stuff is on the character sheet, yes, which is yeah. very nice. Indeed. <laughs> so it's kind of fun because you can do things like, well, I shot this guy in the arm, I shot him in the stomach, I shot yes. him in the chest. You get that level of detail, which yeah. is kind of fun when you're like, I shot that guy's arm again and again and again. Yeah. You just get this mental picture <laughs> of this guy's arm is nothing but yeah. pieces of meat dangling at this point. Uh, one of my other complaints would be though the fact that if you blow someone's left arm off and they're not using a two-handed gun you have done nothing to penalize them they are very unhappy but they will use their one-handed gun no no that's not true they, they, yes they lose if, an action if it, if you no they don't no no if they lose oh. a uh, if they lose an arm I believe they will they start bleeding they start out. bleeding yeah. they start bleeding out but they're not arm useless yeah which means yes they will just be like oh no I'm starting to bleed out they are not penalized sufficiently enough to really make any impact on the back it makes the left arm feel like a like the the, you know unless you're a lefty yeah yes or the right arm it's like you know the uh, what are those called the ah let's make a deal the big zonkos or whatever they were you're like what uh-huh. It, it's kind of like the gimmick prize. You're like, and I got the giant horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12-foot-tall rocking horse. <laughs> oh. uh, as far as combat goes, the only other thing that really come to, came to my mind that was kind of odd is the way automatic fire worked. Yeah, it definitely kind of... It was a little more interesting and not at all intuitive as to how we thought it did because <laughs> we actually did character creation before we read the combat rules. Uh, and normally, when you when we picked up the character sheets we saw, and there is a, uh, you know, there's the pistol skill and a rifle skill, and then there's both heavy and light automatics, and you get shoulder-mounted things and grenades and all that. And so you're like, oh, okay, so obviously there, are, you know, you have rifles, you can use assault rifles, and you need like automatic skills to use like fully automatic, you know, AK-47s or whatever. But uh, after we actually read through the combat, it turns out that uh, using a fully automatic weapon requires having a base skill in whatever that weapon is, be it a rifle or pistol. But if you want to use the uh, auto-fire and actually spray more than one bullet, you then have to have your automatic skill, so you roll on the rifle, and then you roll on the light automatic and keep going, so on and so forth. Uh, So it was a little more clunky in that respect. But for the setting, it kind of makes sense since everything exists in every format. You're, you're like, I have a shotgun that happens to be a fully automatic shotgun, or a rocket launcher that's fully automatic. Now, or- one thing that's good about this system, too, is that implied is that depending on the type of game you're running, uh, the gear your player should have should be somewhat appropriate. If you are running Doom Troopers against the forces of the Dark Symmetry, your players are going to be in the full Doom Trooper armor. You're going to actually do something. You're going to give them the freaking fully automatic rocket launchers so they can go up against these demons and win. Since we were doing more of the A-team, less uh, fights against these gigantic evil demons, more running around, uh, their armor they had was kind of worthless, but at the same time, um, the people they were fighting against weren't over-the-top superhumans, even though I had a few superhumans in the, in the story <laughs> itself. Yeah. The armor yeah. system, I guess the best key... It unique. doesn't really scale well. No, I it guess. It, it's very unique. It's an the interesting better idea. it gets, it gets way better. Yeah. Since uh, the way armor works is, you get hit. 
You, whatever armor you have in the location, it has a value. You roll a die 10. You want to get that value or under it. If you get that value, you take one off. And every step underneath it you get, you take another one off. So if you have an armor of three, you have to roll a, a three or lower. And if you roll a one, you take three armor off. If you're in, like, Doom Trooper armor, which has an armor of, like, eight plus... You can get up to eight. You can be like, well, I rolled a two. I take six off, which is most conventional weapons. Yeah. It is really... On the one hand, it is proof positive that if you are wearing the heavy combat military armor, most things short of a light machine gun uh, aren't going to hurt you. But since you're supposed to be facing off against... Yeah, but since you're supposed to be facing off against you know other heavily armed troops or the legions of the dark symmetry, I mean that makes sense. But what really it comes down to is that uh, your regular uh, street level combats are going to be really quick and they're going to be really deadly because even if the combatants have armor, it's probably not going to do. Much. I would say out of the three games we've played so far, this is the least deadly. That's true. Bizarre as that sounds. Bizarre as it sounds. I mean, not deadly as in you're going. To because this death, is not what I was going to say. As it gets game, people out of the way pretty quick. As a game master, you do have to take into account when you're running this game what your players are wearing, what kind of weapons they're using. You do not want to throw them against overwhelming odds because they will die. Yeah. If you do throw them against... Now, you can throw them against hard odds, and good tactics will win. And that's one thing I like about this game because it uses miniatures. You can use tactics. You can work together as a team, and you can take advantage of yes. things and come out on top. If your players are smart, they can handle harder odds and win. Yes. Some of the oddities of the super speed burst because the actions make tactics odd at sometimes. Yeah, there are, you can definitely do some house ruling, maybe use a, a shatter run sort of cycle system you know, to break down actions. I mean, if you want to, just so it... That can erase those kind of crazy. I know one of the things that kind of bothered me was in the, like the last round of combat we did. Um, both me and Nick ran through like four rooms of the building, got into the other room, and then shot the guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people can suddenly appear in another place entirely from where they were, and you're like, "Where'd this guy come from?" And you get shot in and the face. Each and action like, yeah. is supposed to. Yeah. Each uh, combat round takes five seconds. Yes. <laughs> so in five uh, seconds, uh, our characters covered like. I think I covered small Olympics per inch. 1.5 meters per inch, uh, about 40 or 50 meters. You covered like yeah. half a warehouse. Basically. Kicked one yeah. man and shot another. Kicked one man and knocked him unconscious and shot another. Well, let's see here. Uh, so the setting is interesting. Yeah. The rules for the 19, the late 90s are good. Yeah. Yes, that's what I Games of its time, are... I will say it's one of the better systems. I'm genuinely surprised by it. The quality yeah. of the book is nice. It's a very interesting setting. We didn't get to play around with the magic, unfortunately. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, I had fun coming up with stuff for this, and honestly, this is a game that I could run as an actual game, and I, I would only have to house rule its rules rather than actually use another system. Yeah. yeah. And there are a couple of... And I think in some of the later supplements, if we chose to include them, I think there are some other things that sort of give it a little bit more balance and yeah. take a, a second shot at, around at some things. Now, from what I understand, you can find this book and its supplements pretty easy online and even free in some cases. Yes, yeah. a simple because it, Google search I found all of the... I don't know how much materials. we're allowed to say on that, but... It, well, it's not it, illegal for us to say that we oh, found this stuff for free. We're just saying. It is yeah. available online because unfortunately the game seems to have died. Yes. Um, Target Games, the Swedish company, 
who originally produced it, no longer exists as far as their website goes. Uh, and I don't know if, I think it's Sweetheart, who handled the American and uh, British... Heartbreaker. Oh, Heart- Heartbreaker. I knew it was something weird like that. Uh, who handled the... Who do a line of miniatures and recommend in this game you use their miniatures. So well, British. yeah. They well, did the sure. British and American distribution of the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if they're still around, but I guess uh, out of the massive property blitz that came out of this game, which included collectible card games, board I games, th- video th- games... I think the board game made by Flight of Fantasy still exists. Yes, it, it does. And, like, I'm hoping that somebody that helped create this is going to get some money from the uh, movie. <laughs> that is, uh, That's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, overall, if I had to award this game a score, for its time, I would give it an A. Right now, because it just shows a little bit of wear and tear... Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. Um, Al, if you had to assign this game a letter grade, what would you give it? Um, I found it to be, it's a, as a casual gamer, hence why I'm a guest reviewer instead of one of the standard <laughs> reviewers here, um, stepping into it from a, from a casual perspective, I found the character creation to be quite a bit daunting. Um, I, I didn't really like the fact that I had really what amounted to practically no control over what became of my character. Um, you know, and admittedly, I, I wasn't gaming in the era when this game was made. Um, you know, so I don't I don't have that valid basis of comparison to say, for its time, it was really good or not. Okay. Um, so, judging it based on the, you know, the what experience I do have, judging it based on, you know, the merits of playing it today, um, I'd be hard pressed to give it anything more than a B minus. All right. Yes. Donald finished in the Pudgy Panel once. But we can't compare. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 right. I think Al perfectly yeah. gets his yeah. opinion yes. as oh, a casual. Oh, he does. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'd say again, for its time, this is actually a pretty well put together game. Um, part of me like, in a. The whole life path thing, I mean, from a certain artistic perspective, you could almost say it's interesting because it does force you to come up with something interesting, I guess. So, on the same token, it is very much a hit or miss. So, uh, all the flaws, I'd probably give it a solid B. Um, I think if you have someone who actually knows what they're doing, the life path thing, it wouldn't be as daunting. And makes a new gamer, not a casual gamer, but the new gamer, it's pretty easy because you don't have to go through the process of. Why not what your character is? Because you're going to find out lots of interesting things about your character. <laughs> um, the system is pretty solid. I would say overall I'm inclined to give it a B-, minus though, because the life path, feel for, from a player perspective, feels really restrictive and very random. All right. Shane? I'm going to say a solid B. Now, I would give it a, a flat A, because I like the setting. And, and the combat's kind of cool, but my two problems being is, is Life Path, like, from a simulationist game standpoint, if you're into simulationism, it's great simulation because you have this simulated life. You start off with certain random stats, you got a certain amount of money, and then you just make out of yourself whatever you can manage on the Life Path with some random rolls thrown in. So you have this simulated life. It's more like you've just picked a random person out of a crowd and said, well, you're my guy, throw some armor on you, and... You know, go ahead and play them. And that's kind of cool for a simulationist. But the problem is, is it's so 
varyingly random because you can end up being basically like, well, I started with a zero social status. I've been homeless for five years. Uh, you could get some throwaway characters. In you this you could get some be like, really I'm not playing horribly this throwaway characters, or you can get gigantic superhumans who's like, oh yeah, those really big demon lord guys. I killed one of them while I dual wielded, you know, rapid fire rocket launchers off my shoulders, all while slamming a dew. You you can just get <laughs> such a breadth of character. I go, if it was a little more focused, if the life path was a little more predictable, yeah. I would say it's awesome, but it's not. And the other problem is is anytime you get shot at, there's a good 1 in 20 chance you're just going to die as your head explodes in gore, which does mean that, you know, over the course of several games, your death is almost assured. Well, you get these things called hero points, which yeah. can be used for various things, but that's as you play the game. Yeah, uh, but yeah there is the 1 in 20 chance of a headshot, and most headshots are going to at the very least knock you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would go ahead and give this game probably a solid B+. Plus. Um, I really enjoy the I really enjoy this type of setting, uh, this sort of uh, futuristic uh, sci-fi, even if it's more dystopian and kind of on the low tech end. Um, I enjoyed the sort of crunchy war gimme Rudy system, um, and I actually really really love life path systems. Granted, this was um, maybe not quite as much craziness as I've had using some of like the fusion life paths, which kind of trump everything that I've ever seen, um, for being like, and how am I going to fit a, char- a story around this character? Um, but as Shane, you know, mentioned with his, uh, you know, argument there, I am more of a simulationist in a lot of ways, so, you know, that's all gravy for me. Still, um, I definitely enjoy this game, and I would urge people, if they can find a copy in one way or another, to give it a try. Yes, this is a game where we don't even have to tell you use a different system. Yeah. Yes. For, for once. Yeah. Just right. house ruling. Now, what yeah. are we going to be playing next Pause week? Well, let's find, find out. out. All right. So next week, what will we be playing? Well, thanks to Random.org, next week's game will be Godlike. Godlike. <laughs> oh, poor Zuri. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. Uh, next week we will have another guest reviewer. Uh, perhaps in addition to or in place of Al here. Uh, He's going to lock me up here and not let me out till he's done, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and tune in uh, next week or whenever this podcast comes out to hear our discussion and play session of Godlike. (laughs) It'll be great. (laughs) And so this is Dave, the GM. Al, the guest reviewer. Mike. Sean. Shane. And Nick. Saying goodbye from 20 Weeks of Hell playing games so you don't have to. Music provided by Podsafe.com